All right. Okay, I should be live. I think I'm live. All right. Yep, there it goes. Okay, so I I, I gotta check the um the live chat here. Can someone tell me how the stream is looking? Cause I don't know if it's lagging. I'll start. I'll I'll I'll, I'll curate the vibe for a second here while everyone. You just you just make sure. Uh, one second. Huh? This is so confusing, bro. I've chat here. Can Looks someone good. tell me how the stream is looking? Because I don't know if it's lagging. Okay. You can never tell with this, though. I'll start. I'll, I'll, Looks good. I'll All right, curate thanks, the vibe Jerry. for a second here. While Jerry, the quarterback of this just, stream. Just I love it. Sure, uh, I love it. All right. One second. So, uh, yeah, obviously we know the opening, huh? the opening question, the so opening prompt. Bro. Are you getting the vaccine? I'd love to hear from you guys. You got the call number right there. Feel free to call in whenever. It's a Google voice number. I'm not actually using my real my real government Jerry, the quarterback of this because that would be absolutely absurd. I love it. All right. But if you want to let me know, feel free. The opening question is, are you getting the vaccine? I'd love to hear from you guys. And then I'll just make sure it's here. All right. Perfect. So if anyone wants to call in and let me know, are you getting the vaccine or not? Um... Feel free to give me some context, whatever it might be. Let some more people fly in, and uh, and uh, we'll just we'll get it started. We'll get it started. I'm gonna play. I'll play some music, as I said, to to kind of set the vibe. Okay. Okay. All right. Let's see what we got. We got some lo-fi or something. Something to lay the lay the foreground or the background, I should say. It's a little bit too loud. There you go. So yeah, whenever anyone wants to call in, man. I mean, I'll. I guess I can kind of lay, lay that in the background. I'll get into my spiel. So I, I, I kind of, you know, listen. I'm obviously gonna get it. I don't think there's a person on planet Earth that's not gonna go for the vaccine. It's basically it's basically a way to, to get back to old living, if you think about it. And with 90% efficiency, I mean, who wouldn't, right? Because originally, originally I had a really trash take on this. I thought that it was kind of I thought that the the efficiency or the, the the quickness in which the government rolled it out was kind of a little bit fugazi. But you know, I, I realized after a while and after consulting a bunch of people, it's kind of like. I don't know. Hold on. This, this music is distracting me for a thousand. I kind of realized after talking to people that it's 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 really. It was really because it was just a lot of trial and error. Like the amount of testing they did. I was talking to someone about that earlier. The amount of testing they did was really strenuous. So that was kind of like where I I, I got off my uh, my high horse on that one. Uh, but let me I gotta check back here. Okay, I might be playing the, uh, yeah, there we go. Play Freebird. I double heard you, bro. At 7.01. The stream is good. Can you guys still double hear me? Let me know if you can double hear. I don't know. And also, I cannot play Freebird, or else this entire this entire stream is gonna get nuked if I play, play if I play Freebird. I double heard you, bro. This is why it's a test stream. Stream is good. 
Can you guys still double hear me? Nah? All right, cool. Dope. All right, back to lo-fi. So yeah, I don't know. Let me guys, let me know. I want some discussion, okay? I can't this is not I can't run this shit by my own, you know? I feel like I'm a good pod I'm not that good of a podcaster yet. I'm not like Mike Francesa. Well, no, Mike Francesa also needed calls. We got we got to look at some Mike Francesa highlights later too. That'll be fun. What does he say? Back after this. Back after this. And then when someone calls in and he's like he's like, "How much time does that guy have in his hands?" He's calling in at a radio show. What a guy. What a guy that Mike Francesa. Wait, let me see if I can get it work. Can I get... Is it something with... Hang with me here, guys. Isn't this... This this music is so calming in the background. It's so soothing. I love it. And I'm assuming it's copyright free. Or else... Stream probably would have been down by now. Yeah. Alright. Well, the phone lines are open. You see the call-in number at the bottom of the screen. Do feel free to call in at your leisure. Um, what else? I, well, I guess I should start... I just at tell Arizona State University, we believe <laughs> it's an ad. Universe. Oh my god, this is so embarrassing. I don't have I don't have SoundCloud Plus, but I, I don't think anyone does. Let me go on YouTube because YouTube will have those those one hour long lo-fi beats. Lo-fi beats. Here we go. We got a live one. Well, is that gonna also? I don't know what that'll do to my Wi-Fi connection if I do two live streams at once. My own and then someone else's. Who knows? So you guys, you guys, just let me know if you can hear me. Play doctor, doctor. It's quiet. It's a quiet double here now. Can you guys hear me? Huh. So you guys, you guys, just let me know if you can hear me. Yeah, I should be. I mean, you, doctor, you're hearing doctor. me again. The, this time it's, it's double quiet, because I'm I'm looking back at the stream. Now. What's going on with this, Jerry? You know, what? do me a favor. Call in, call in, and tell me what's going on. Call in number right there, right there, boom, right there. Do that. Do hit that up, and it'll go through to my phone, and you just tell me what's up with the stream. Making sure everything's good. Boom. Right there. Do that. Do hit that up and it'll go through to my phone and you just tell me what's up with the stream. There it goes. Call from Jerry. Jerry. Tick. What's up, Jerry? Can you hear everybody? Yeah, in a sec. Yeah, I can hear you. What's going on, pal? How you doing? Yeah. Good. How are you? I'm good. Is everything good with the stream? Because I don't. You, people are talking about double hearing and then silence. Yeah, no. I I figured out that um, yeah, I figured out that uh, it's whenever you play back the stream. So oh, okay. it's good. We're good here. All right, all right. What's going on? What do you want to talk about, man? Open up the dialogue for me. You got a lot to say. I know. Uh, I know the the Bucks have been doing a lot better than the Patriots. You were, you texted me about that earlier. Tell me about the Celtics. What are we thinking? I know you're always good for a sports debate. Um. Well. I guess with the NBA, it's kind of yesterday's game is kind of boring. All of them. well, not all. Well, yeah, they were all kind of boring. But <laughs> they were they were blowouts. But, uh, the that James was... Harden situation is kind of it's kind of interesting. The Harden situation. It's kind of like 
yeah, he's kind of out partying, and then he's also like demanding trades and things like that. It's very odd with Harden because I don't know what to believe. Obviously, the NBA is like a it's a players' league for sure, but then again, you have guys. It's it begs the question: what goes too far with a league like that? You know what I mean? Where you can have a guy again, like you said, partying out in Las Vegas, not wearing a mask, and Adam Silver. I what did Adam Silver said? He said he didn't he didn't bring the the band hammer down on it, or he didn't not the band hammer, but he didn't. He didn't fine him or penalize him too heavily because it was Christmas and it was a first offense. It yeah. begs the question. It definitely does. It begs the question. It's like where where do we where do we toe the line? Because Harden's a superstar, and this affects the league because there's been a lot of buzz. If he goes to the Eastern Conference, if he stays in the West with Houston, I mean, Houston with him there is definitely a playoff team. I think obviously. I mean, it was before, and he didn't have. But if he goes to any, pretty much what. I mean, what are the, the, the top trade destinations for him? The Trailblazers, the Bucks. I saw something the other day where it was like the Trailblazers, the Bucks, the Celtics, the Nets, and the Raptors, I yeah. think. Yeah, yeah. I remember Yeah, I remember the Celtics. You're right. The Raptors. And the, the, the two recent ones were the Celtics and, and the Trailblazers. So if he goes to the Trailblazers, I mean, that's that's a cheat code for sure. Um. I'm not I'm not touching him if I'm any of those teams. Like I'm yeah. good on that. Like I don't need that. That's that's the Cuz like I don't Yeah, go ahead, sorry. Well, I was going to say he's like showing up out of like he's showing up out of shape and he's partying and he's outwardly breaking like every single rule that they have in place and he's like demanding trades like it's just not good to be around. And I guess he's like obviously like just trying to like force his way out of there, but like I don't want a player like that, especially if I'm like all those teams, maybe not like the Trailblazers, but if I'm like the Nets or the Bucks or the Celtics, it's like I already kind of got something good going here. Like I'm not gonna mess it up. Right. That was that. Yeah, that's my whole thing, basically, Jared. Because we were talking about that. I remember the other night over text. The Celtics right now, while they still have the, I mean, listen, the Nets are gonna be reigning over whoever it is. I mean, they're gonna be a problem for whoever it is trying to make a run at the East this year. Like I think we could both agree, based off of what we've seen now. I don't want to obviously jump the gun. But based off of what we've seen so far, the Nets are looking really scary. Now, if you're the Celtics and you have Jason Tatum, only 22, by the way. What's the, what's the, the joke you always make? It's always like he, he's, he's only the 19. same age. He's only 19. Yeah, he's only 19. You messed that up. He's only 19. He's only 19. The, um, you got, you got, called him 22. He's 19. <laughs> you, got, you got a great – in, you know, in my personal opinion, you have a pretty solid starting five. Uh do you want a guy like Harden coming in there, who we know now is kind of reaching? It might be a little bit, of, a little bit of a hot take here. He's reaching Kyrie levels of of toxicity. Am I or he oh, might I be on the path? What's up? I think he's exceeded it. Honestly, you think so? With all this club stuff, absolutely. Kyrie was could kind of be a cancer in the locker room, but like in terms of like hourly breaking, like like I don't think Kyrie would ever like to this level of like trying to get himself out of there yeah i i, I, th- I like, also think though it's, it's important to mention that Kyrie would probably go along the route of outwardly say i mean harden has said outwardly that he wants a trade but it is true i don't think Kyrie would would break league protocols and show up late to individual workouts i just think that i think it's i think it's a matter of, of quantity over qual or over time does that make it does that make any sense because we've seen Kyrie. Back when he was on the Celtics, he had that whole fiasco. He's even had certain events when he was on the Celtics uh, where you, you question if he even wants to play basketball or if he's really just there you know, to make some sort of a statement um, for his own personal gain. I just think that Harden, 
Harden's the type of guy uh, where we're we're just starting now to see his toxicity toxicity levels rise. I think because before, I, I mean, I'll speak for myself here, and you let me know if you agree. I I haven't like Harden before. I knew he would flop a lot, and and the Houston Rockets as a team would complain, but I never knew he was this level of let's just say diva, right? I never understood. I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of never got like the feeling for how much of a diva he was. This was kind of out of left field for me. That I just speak for myself I, there. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of out of left field for me too. But like bringing it back to like the Kyrie point, like yeah, he was toxic and he would say things that you'd be like, dude, just shut up. Like, what are you saying this for? But in the end, like when he requested a trade out of Cleveland, like he didn't like do all this. Like he. He went in privately and asked for a trade. He wasn't like very public about That's it. True. And when it was clear that his time as a, with the Celtics was winding down, like even though you knew like he, you know, he's not coming back next year, like he would still, he would still show up. Like he would still show up to play, and like he would still come to practice. Like at least as far as I know, like nothing came out about him like like rescheduling practices so that way he could go party in Vegas or LA or wherever. I don't know what the Vegas or LA in terms of location of Boston would be probably be like New York or something, but probably, like yeah. you'd never, you'd never hear about him like leaving town and rescheduling practices. Like again, like he would say things or be like, dude, just be stop. But like with, when it comes to Harden, like, like some of the things that are coming out are ridiculous. Like you couldn't imagine like somebody like LeBron or Curry or, or Kevin Durant or any of these guys like leaving like when we watched the last dance in the spring and Phil Jackson let Dennis Rodman go to Vegas like that was a huge deal right and like James Harden is just doing this on his own merit yeah that's true that's true but I should also mention the fact that Kyrie before he said he was leaving Boston did say that he was going to be I mean he every every NBA player I mean PG said it you know a ton of guys who said they're staying somewhere and then they they up and leave afterwards but it is important to mention that that Kyrie basically stopped short, uh, not even stopped short. He he said that he was staying in, in Boston and then just left. But I think no, I I think he got a point there. I just don't. I don't know. It, it very. It seemed very. It it left a bad taste in my mouth for for Harden. At first, I was kind of I was on Harden's side. I'm not gonna lie. I was I was on Harden's side. I said, listen, it, it seems like he just wants a trade. Not even necessarily on Harden's side, but it seemed like the man wanted a trade. So if you're Steven Silas, if you're head, if you're Rockets upper management, just trade the guy. You know. But now I see it's kind of well, more I, like it's it's more like he's almost let me know if you agree here, Jerry. He's almost trapping himself in a way because I was watching first take the other day and I try not to watch too much first take because it's more of a I think it's more of a casual sports show. But um, he they, they brought up the good point that the more Harden kind of kicks and screams, the more the, the like you said, no team is going to want to touch him. So his trade value depreciates over time. I think that also holds some weight, too. So I think it's – honestly, it's just be- better for both parties if, if they just go their separate ways, you know? Well, that's – I was going to say, too, the more he does this, the less attractive he becomes because he's now had two years in a row where he hasn't gotten along with his um, fellow superstar, like Chris Paul. It, it didn't work out. Yeah. Um, and then and then Russell Westbrook, obviously, it didn't work out. And if you believe anything in that ESPN report, it sounded like Westbrook was kind of fed up with him by the time, you know – March rolled around like before this even COVID broke out in the bubble and everything. But um, yeah, I mean, it's definitely, you know, and then now like if you're a team like Milwaukee or the Nets where you have a superstar or two, um, especially if you're the Nets and you already have a guy in Kyrie who has shown that he doesn't get along with too many people. um, 
it's definitely something that I'm going to stay away from. And and if you're like a Toronto or Boston and you're a playoff team anyways, like you don't want to touch that. And I... You'd have to give up. You'd have to give up young guys or picks of value. Like Toronto would have to give up Siakam or yeah. Boston would have to give up Jalen Brown. I'm not doing that for a year or two of Harden where this might blow up by the, by the time the season's over, but like you might be having to trade him again next summer. Right. Yeah. No, I, I was, I, I think same thing, man. It, it's really just like, if you're if you're the Celtics, like you said, if you're the Raptor, I mean, any team really is going to have to offer something up very substantial for Harden at the moment. And you know, you don't want to be a team where where Harden gets there and then he's hey out the door. You know what I'm saying? Like you said, a season later, and you it, it's just it seems like too little of return of a return at the moment um, for a guy that that has shown locker room problems. And uh, and sure, it might be. I, I think there's going to still be a team that that thinks that they, remember like Antonio Brown what happened with the Patriots I mean you're a Pats fan you know better than anyone with Antonio Brown there will be teams and I'm not saying he's on Antonio Brown's level he might get there in a little bit we don't know but there were certain teams in the NFL that said hey we can handle Antonio Brown he's not going to be that big of a problem he's not going to be that big of a cancer in the locker room and he shows up and he is so I think there's still going to be that team unfortunately I hope it's not the Celtics I really hope it's not our Celtics Jerry because they have a legitimate bit yeah. I mean they looked good. I'm, unpopular opinion. They looked good uh, against Brooklyn until the end. There, um, they they got a good bid, I think, to to make some noise in the East this year, of course. But I just hope they don't touch him. I don't care if the Raptors touch him. Uh, I I don't care. You know, listen, whatever team wants to take him on, he's a talent. But I think the main question is, can you wrangle a guy like Harden down? And that's going to be my big concern. Because um, because like you said, I I agree, man. Go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say I'm concerned too because if you're taking Harden, like you gotta you gotta hand the keys to him because he's a ball dominant player. So if you're a team like Brooklyn, where you already have Kevin Durant and Socrates kind of running the show, and you're already trying to figure out a balancing act between the two of them, now all of a sudden you're gonna throw James Harden in there too. Like Kyrie again has already kind of shown that he, the reason he pushed out of Cleveland was because he wanted his own gig, and now we've got Kevin Durant there that he's got to share the that he's got to share the you know yeah. the touches with. You know, you're trying to figure that out, and so far, so good. But now, all of a sudden, you're going to throw a guy who kind of needs the ball at all times. And I don't know. I mean, it they paired they paired hard enough with a former OKC teammate before, and it didn't work out. I wouldn't see why it would work out now. Like, I'm not touching this guy with a 50 foot pole. Like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah, I think I think in Brooklyn, you're absolutely right. It'd be too mouths, too many mouths to feed. Hello? Excuse me. Oh. Yeah, you hear me? Can you hear me, Jack? Hello? Yeah. All right, cool. No, I, yep. I, I, just, I think it would yep. be – I would think it would be too many mouths to feed um, on any team where that's the case. I mean, you, you brought up the great point. He was a horrible pairing with CP3, and it wasn't because of CP3. I mean, CP3 is is an overall great leader. I mean, I'm sure he gets under guys' skin, but that's because he brings that competitive drive to the game. That's vital in a point guard. Uh, he had problems with Russell Westbrook, another guy that we've seen likes to lead. I think Harden – whether it be I, I I'm I'm kinda also stuck between let me know what you think about this, Jerry. I'm stuck between either Harden is a really passionate player and, and that's the reason why he can't gel with teammates, or he just do, it straight up doesn't care. I I can't because now I'm kinda leaning to, more towards he doesn't care. Uh where in the whereas in the past I know he would just kinda get fired up and that's kinda what I went with and but I I don't know, man. I, I think I think Harden's becoming one of those guys where He's such a, a, a diva 
that it outweighs the perks of getting a guy with his offensive ability on the team. It's just what it comes down to. Uh, with that being said, I, I just I I definitely don't think he does, you know should be in Boston. I I, I definitely think he's got to get out of there. He's got to get the hell out of Dodge. It'll be the best for for the both parties. Yeah, yeah, he would be a worse fit in Boston than uh, Rick Pitino was back twenty years ago. Shout out uh, Mark Coop for shouting yeah. out Rick Pitino in the chat. Go Gales. Go go Gales. Go Gales. But uh, what else? What else, Jerry? What else do you want to talk about, man? Go ahead. I don't know. I'm chilling right now. It's it's we're we're good. We're good. How's Canton? Everything's everything's okay here. It's it's all right. Uh, the Pats stink. That sucks. But other than that, I mean, you know, the Boston sports dynasty is falling apart as as you know in front of our eyes. But yeah, dude, back. I, was, I, I was talking about that. Welcome to the life of a New York sports fan. Up until recently, up until oh, recently, get over it. <laughs> We've been in the basement for so long, Jerry. Finally, Steve Cohen came along. I'm talking about the Mets in in particular, obviously, but. Yeah, man, it's gotta. Is it like? Is it like a a, a breakup where you see the other person and and sometimes you kind of like spy on their social media? I'm talking about obviously Tom Brady and, and the Patriots, right? Because the Patriots and Tom Brady have kind of just gone in separate directions, both uh, in terms of of going to other teams and in terms of of let's just say um, of uh, competence and, and yeah, like what yeah. did you say? success yeah success that's what that's the word i was looking for they've kind of gone different ways at where you see tom i forget what 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 record did he break uh what record did he break say so, uh bucks touchdowns yeah record, bucks touchdowns season and then you got um and then you got you know you got the uh the what's gonna call it the pats not even making the uh the playoffs for the first time in and however long i mean you'd know i, I i'm not sh- quite sure well i i it's just it just pains me to see that you know Tom Brady had four touchdowns today and and 36 on the season, and Cam Newton has five touchdown passing total on the season. He has 11 rushing touchdowns to his credit, but he has five total passing touchdowns. That kind of sucks. But don't worry, though. He's going to be the starter for the remainder of the season. They're still going to try to win games, even though they're done with playoffs. I, I, uh, it's just it's frustrating. I mean, Bill Belichick is the greatest coach of all time, but, I mean, this, this stubbornness to stick with Cam Newton for these last few games, I don't – I don't understand it. Yeah, I don't know. I, if I'm if I'm the Pats, let me know about my take here. If you agree or if you don't agree, I'm just gonna start Stidham for the rest of the season. Get him some reps. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I, I don't see anything worst wrong with that. What's up? Yeah, worst comes to worst, like he's not. A, I mean, he's obviously not as good a camp because if he was, then he'd be starting. Like right. he'd have been starting recently. But you get to look at him. You get to see if he has any potential in a game situation and. You're also starting the worst quarterback, so it's more likely you lose. Right. Yeah. Which therefore means you're going to get better draft picks. Like the worst case scenario for the Patriots would be beating Buffalo tomorrow and then beating the Jets week 17, which is probably going to happen anyways. But like beating Buffalo, or sorry, Buffalo Monday, that is like literally the worst possible scenario because then you finish eight and eight and you're not going to get a good draft pick. Like they need a quarterback or they need a tight end and like all the good quarterbacks or Kyle Pitts are going to go in like the top 15 and you know, the Patriots are going to miss out on that if they win these last two games. Yeah, no, I, I'm in agreement. Just, just put in, put, put in Sid the kid or Hoyer and just, and just tank from here, man. Tank from here, you know, hey, you got to tank. Yeah. yeah. I mean, actually putting in Hoyer might be the best case. Cause that guy stinks. That's you, what I'm you're saying. He's third, on, he, he's third on the depth chart. You're not going to handle you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Imagine that man. Yeah. Did you well, hear- if the, if the Jags, what's that? I was gonna say, I was I was gonna talk about the the, the Rams losing to the Jets, but go ahead. We'll, we'll get into that in a second because well, I was I, gonna say, 
if the Jags beat the Bears tomorrow, then Bill Belichick is definitely going to throw Hoyer in for Week 16. Because number one, he doesn't want to get the Jets. He doesn't want the Jets to get Trevor Lawrence because he hates the Jets, and he doesn't also want to face Trevor Lawrence for the next however many years. So he will be. He will, if the Jags win tomorrow and the Jets move back into that number one six spot, you know Bill Belichick is going to be trying to lose that last game. Bill Belichick is a mastermind. I'm not worried about Bill Belichick at all. You know what I'm saying? Bill Belichick could not even have a draft pick in the, in the first round, and he'll still come out with two or three star talent players from some mid-major school in, like, Mississippi. He'll go out in the rain to sky. I mean, we, we, we Jerry, we've done radio. We've done New England. You know, we've done sports radio together. We know what Bill Belichick is capable of doing. I think we both do. He he's better off not having picks in the first round. That's they what I'm saying. They blow pick in the first round. They get all their all they get all their all throws in the second or third. Like like Brady was a sixth round pick. Gronk was like a third round pick. Edelman was in the seventh round. They don't pick well in the first round, but they pick all these guys in the later rounds. So that's I that's probably why he trades out of out of the first round every year because he you know he can't do it. That's his only that's his only Achilles heel is the first round draft pick. <laughs> He's like a rich kid. Like, what are you going to give him, a Lamborghini or a job? Like, he needs I – think, I think Belichick just probably draft – like, he'll only – I feel like he specifically looks at the lower – you know what I'm saying, the draft rounds, just to see what he can do with it. You know what I'm saying? I could go in the first round, but how about this kid that nobody's ever heard of before that I'm going to pair with an off- – or a defensive mismatch and make him a superstar? Like, that's Bill Belichick's MO, and that's why I kind of – I started off when I first started watching football because for anyone listening, I'm a big Giants fan. I always kind of, I don't want to say I envied the Patriots, but I was grown up in a house or I was brought up in a household where we were taught to absolutely despise the Patriots for everything that they stood for. And over the, you know, over the course of, of doing, of course, sports radio with Jerry and just looking into the team and what they did in a league with a, with a hard cap, you kind of have to respect what Bill Belichick does what Tom Brady has done, I mean, what that entire organization has done. You can look at some of the scandals that have gone you know, on behind the scenes, but if you look on the surface at the football that's being played, I mean, it's been it's been sublime. And the way they've done operation, I mean, man. You talk about a team that deserves to be a dynasty, that's them. It's, it's tough to do with this salary cap era, too, and I know people are kind of looking at KC as the next team that's going to have that Patriots-like dynasty, but you got to remember, it's 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 going to be tough to do. The reason the Patriots were able to get all these types of guys is because there was really no high-paid player on the roster. Tom Brady, up until this year, was never really one of the higher-paid players in hey, the league. He was taking and, pay cuts. And, you know, right. And now that like guys like Mahomes are taking these big types of deals, it's going to be, oh, wow, Kyler Murray is down for the Cardinals. So anybody watching that game, that stinks. But, um, any fantasy, any, yeah, any so fantasy be football guys, beware. Yeah, Kyler Murray is down, but um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, it, it'll be interesting to see because, you know, Belichick, that again, economics major in college, he's an expert at managing that cap. So, um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see if Casey can, you know, even repeat this year. It's so tough to do that. I mean, they're definitely on their way to doing it. But oh, yeah. Six Super Bowls, that's going to be tough to match. I doubt anybody's ever going to come near it again, but if it's anybody, it'll be KC. So, real quick, Jerry, before we round off this segment, let me get your Super Bowl prediction for this year. I'm curious. I got, uh, I got, I got KC over. Uh, I got KC over the Saints. By, okay. by, I just don't think. I just don't think anybody's gonna stop Kansas City. I, I, I just don't see anybody who. I mean, their defense is good enough, and their offense is unreal. Yeah. Um If if Tampa makes the Super Bowl, then that's that's 
the real matchup because Tampa's got the offense that could keep up and they probably have the best defense in the league other than Indy maybe. So, but they definitely have the offense to keep up in a shootout, especially the way they've looked the last couple of weeks and their defense is good, but I, I don't see them beating Kate, uh, uh, New Orleans or Green Bay on the road because I just don't think they're consistent enough at this point. Yeah, Green Bay is one of those weird teams where they find a pocket Nobody thinks they're going to be successful at the beginning of the year, and they come out and they and you know what I'm saying? Because obviously, with their draft this year, dude. I mean, uh, you and me both, Jerry. You're more of a football guy than I am. We both can say that that with with complete confidence that that draft was an absolute bust. You know what I'm saying? Like that. Yeah, draft... but at the same time, I mean, I was going to say at the same time. I mean, it, it kind of lit a fire on Aaron Rodgers. That's ass. what like I'm he saying. Might win the MVP this season because he hadn't looked that great. And then all of a sudden they don't do anything. And he's like, damn it, I'll do it myself. And he's done it himself. I mean, other than Mahomes, he's been the best player in the league all season. So, you know, yeah. we'll see. I mean, again, I think I think the Saints would get would get Green Bay because I think once they get Mike Thomas back healthy and the way Kamara has been playing, I mean, Kamara has been unbelievable. If running backs won MVP more off, like he'd be up for it. But um, yeah, it's just it's just unreal what they uh, what they, what they'll be doing. So. Um, and you know, the AFC, I don't see how competitive it could be. I mean, maybe Tennessee, maybe, maybe Buffalo, but I, I just think the chiefs have it covered. Yeah. That's it's tough to, I mean, listen, the chiefs are kind of like the Lakers of the NFL right now. They're just too consistent, too talented. And I, I mean, I should say the Lakers last season in the NFL or in the NBA, uh, they're just too consistent, man. But I, I, I think it's, I think it's a point that should be had with, uh, with green Bay is that like you said, whether it be lighting a fire under Aaron Rodgers' ass or anything else of that matter. Like, everyone always discounts the Green Bay Packers coming into the season, and then they just go on some crazy run where they're always super comp- – it's weird. And I think it's just – it comes down to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, the guy is extremely talented. I was It was funny. I was talking with – because I worked at UPS. I was talking with my driver. He's a big NFL fan. And he goes, there are a lot of people that will say that Aaron Rodgers is a better quarterback than Tom Brady. And it's kind of like a UFO sighting, right? A lot of people claim to have the data to back it up. A lot of people claim that they've seen why, or they've seen the UFO, but everyone will always get laughed out of a room for saying it. And I think that's true. I mean, Aaron Rodgers is a solid quarterback that can always lead his team to 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 success. It's just he's tough to crack. He's he's like the Chiefs in that regard, in my personal opinion. I don't know. That's just me, though. Yeah, I mean, like right now, I would definitely take Rodgers over Brady. I mean, in their prime, yeah. definitely Brady right Probably now, Brady, definitely yeah. Rodgers. But like in general, and and I know we're, we we got to move on here, but um, also, I mean, if we're talking about the Packers, it can't go unmentioned the season Devontae Adams. I mean, anybody's going to look pretty good when you have that guy. True. So true, him true. too, Devontae Adams. He's been probably the best receiver in the NFL this year. Him and Tyree Kill. But yeah, I mean, the, the their offense is unreal and. The defense is pretty good, so they'll they'll they'll, they'll have a good crack at it. But I, got, I I I think the Saints, their dominant defense and the way their offense has been looking lately, yeah, it's it's going to be that'll probably be the NFC Championship game. But I think, you know, and then Dark Horse, I don't even know if you can call them that because they're so hyped. But Tampa too, definitely don't overlook them because they've looked good for the last like couple of weeks. Yeah, funnily enough, a team that was having a little bit of uh, difficulty coming out of the gate. I mean, you called it, Jerry. We were I remember way back when we were still doing the Lola down, you had said it was it must have been on episode 11 or 12. You had said that the 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 Tampa Bay Buccaneers were going to make a big comeback in a big way. So, you definitely you called that. Um, but it should be either yeah. way, it should be an interesting Super Bowl. I want to see what Kansas City does and I want to see who's going to be in their way to stop them. Yeah. Well, uh 
Coop, I appreciate you having me on. I got to run, but the show has been good so far. I'll keep watching, and we'll probably I'll probably be back. I'll call in for another one. All right, yeah, no, thanks for uh, carrying the first thirty minutes with me there, Jerry. <laughs> all right, all right, good good luck, and uh, have a great rest of the show. I'll be here. So, all right, buddy, see ya. All right, see you later. That was Jerry. Oh, sorry about that. I gotta keep the uh, the phone still there. That was Jerry, fan of the show. Former co-host to a great podcast that we used to run. Go check it out, The Low Low Down, on Apple Podcasts. There's a lot of good content. Probably about a solid 15 hours worth of content in there because we 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 you know we were uh, we were going there for a while. Um, but super super cool kid, uh, the kid from Canton. Super knowledgeable on sports. He's like an encyclopedia. I have to keep up with him every time I talk. So he's always good to to spar with. But um, yeah, uh, I'm gonna open up the phone calls again. If anyone wants to call in, we can talk about whatever. We got NFL, whatever. I mean, it doesn't even have to be sports, you know. If you want to call, I could I could demo some music. I know I have uh, Jay in here. I was gonna play some of his music. If Jay wants to, Jay, if you want to call in, give your takes, whatever. I'll wait till uh, till the phone lines open up again. <clears throat> but you know what? I'm I'm comfortable. I'm fine. I'm fine. You know, piloting the ship on my own. I'm good. I'm sitting here. You know, nice day out today. Didn't do much. What did you guys do for Christmas? We just did the uh, we did the prototypical, the Jewish family thing. We ordered Chinese food and watched a movie. For anyone that doesn't know, that's that's like what Jewish people do on Christmas. Well, we couldn't even. Yeah, we, usually we'd go to a movie theater, but we couldn't this year, obviously, because of Corona. And let me get your thoughts on Corona too. I'm I'm curious. Obviously, it's bad, but how you guys have been kind of coping and all that stuff. I'm curious. Because for me, for me, it's been it's been. I don't want to sound. Um, <clears throat> I what's the word? I don't want to sound tone deaf when I say this, but for me, 2020 is big. It has been a big year um, in terms of just like, you know, getting uh, getting the ball rolling with content and just and really finding my stride with this all all this podcasting stuff and production. And, and you know, obviously, like the other podcast I do spread the floor with Nigel, go check that out. I'm sure everyone in here is already already knows about it. So I don't know why I'm plugging new new stuff. But um, but yeah, that, that we got a sponsor for that. I mean, it's all been it's been. 2020 for me has been a year of growth. It's definitely been a trying time for sure. I don't think anyone would argue a counterpoint to that, but I, I I'm curious. I want to see. I want to see. So call in, call in right there, and uh, and tell me because I'm curious to see what you guys, how you guys have made the best of 2020. Because I think that's an important thing. A lot of people can sit there and and kind of give in to the sadness that is this year, but I. I at some point, you know, you, you got to make lemons out of lemonade. Or is it lemonade out of lemons? God. Those, uh, those, those mannerisms are always tough for me. So call in. Let me know what you think. And uh, I'll keep going. I'll, I'll play. Actually, you know what? While I'm waiting for a call, let me demo some music here. We got some of... Uh, Jay, I, I can play some of your stuff, right, man? Let me know. That, t- type down in the, in the chat if I can play some of your stuff. Is this an EP? Actually, Ace, call in. I want to see you, you, because you introduce this. I, I don't want. I, I feel like I'm not going to give it justice uh, by introducing it my own way. So you call in, and I'll demo some of your music. And you could also give me some NBA takes, because I saw, I, I see you, uh, I see you down there in the, uh, in the, in the, the comments there. Harden cares, but he needs the ball in his hands at all time. I mean, yeah, yeah. I it could be that he cares too much. I don't know. But to Jerry's point, I mean, Jerry made a really good point. It's like, if you have an established team already, why even why even touch it? 
it's an interesting it's it's like you're kind of stuck between a rock and a hard place because in the east you got the brooklyn nets that absolutely i mean rest in peace to golden state man they got demolished they got oh they got absolutely smoked through two games once by the bucks and once by the the nets uh but the nets are looking real good offense i mean you you think for a team that's going to come in on the first day right on opening night you think there'd be a little bit more um <clears throat> what there'd be a little bit more of an adjustment period but no i mean the Nets have been looking real good, especially you'd think there would be a lot more just kind of, of what's I'm going to call it. You think there'd be a lot more synergy issues with, with Steve Nash at the helm because he's a new coach. You know, he's, he's untested. He's, he hasn't been tested yet. So, I mean, props to the Nets, man, for looking so good out of the gate also helps that they have great. I mean, the, the Renaissance of Deandre Jordan, a great bench, a bench that would probably be a starting five on any other team. I mean, it's ridiculous. And the the East is is shaping up to be way more competitive this year, but still, man, you gotta get through you gotta get through the Nets. So it's kind of interesting if you're an East team like the Celtics, do you touch the ecosystem you have now, or do you just do you 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 try to make a you try to make a run with it? Add it, excuse me, with Harden. I don't know. We got Drizzy Drake two four. Nine. I have no idea who that is. Uh, if you're new to this channel, man, thanks for coming in. Harden to the Bucks. Okay, we got a call in here. Hard in the box is interesting. We'll get into that in a second. Call from J.A.S. To accept. What's going on, man? Cool. What up, man? How you doing, bro? Chilling. How are you? I'm good. I'm listen. This is going better than I thought it would out of the gate. So I'm I'm doing. I'm happy. I thought I'd be a lot more. I, I thought this would be a lot more loose. Now you doing good. You doing good. I see you doing good. So what do you think, man? You want to you want to talk NBA first? You want to talk music? What do you? Get into what you want to get let's, into, man. The keys are in your hands. Let's... All right. As far as the NBA goes, I see Harden getting traded. Where? I don't know because we all know how Harden is, wherever he goes to, because everybody's saying Philly, he's not ready to be a role player. Right. Harden's not because since Harden has left OKC, he would never be a part of the big three again just because he had, just because he had weight on his shoulders for about – for like seven years now. Okay. With the, you mean with the Rockets? Having to carry yeah. that franchise? Like he's had, yeah, he had to carry that franchise since he got there. Right. Because when he first got there, who he had, Omar, Omar Asik, and probably a bunch of bumps. And yeah. then it's like, they bumped it up to Jeremy Lin, Dwight Howard, Chris Paul. Yeah, I'd say Even that. Even with Chris Paul there, he still had to carry them. I was going to say that, that probably the, around the time when they had Chris Paul and Clint Capella and they made it to the Western Conference, I think it was the finals, and they were ousted by Golden mm -hmm. State, was probably the most successful mm -hmm. rendition of the Harden-era Rockets, I'd say. True. I agree with you. So what, you, you don't know where he I gets. I, I mean, listen, I, I think I think he's he's destined to go off to a different destination. Uh, I, I also – I think it's funny – the amount of the shit that that Steven Silas has had to deal with since he got to Houston. Yeah. I mean, the guy, the guy just yeah. gets the call up to a head coaching job. He's feeling good. He's been an assistant head coach all of his career, and he gets to the he gets to Houston and his entire like his his best player on the roster, one of the best players in the NBA. He's like, no, nah, I'm gonna choose this time to be a diva. It's like, right. oh, what else could go wrong? And you then know? also now, now I feel like, but then you were talking about this the other day. Harden may go to Milwaukee. Mm. And yeah. and and the other game they had against Boston, they that kind of proved why they need Harden because Johnny is not a closer. 
Okay. I think everybody knows that. Giannis can put down thirty, put down thirty, and get them a win. But but that game against Boston and also the few years in the playoffs have shown that he's not a closer. Milwaukee needs that one piece that can close out games for them. Yeah. Um. I well. I and think Harden can be that piece. I I think that. I think that 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 whole Drew Drew Holiday uh, acquiring thing. Mm-hmm. Or that when they acquired Jim mm-hmm. Holiday, not 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 a thing. Um, I think that was the Bucks kind of acknowledging that they needed that piece, right? Because we've seen right. that, until Giannis can can prove to us that he carries, uh, right. Milwaukee's not getting that far in the playoffs. They've done. I mean, they could, the, the, last year they were first in the Eastern Conference. They clinched it. I, I'm pretty sure it was the fastest in NBA history to clinch the Eastern Conference yeah. or a playoff spot or something yeah. some along those lines. And they just absolutely fell apart against the Heat in the playoffs. Uh, so to your point, I, I don't think that Giannis can close off. I think it comes down to him developing a mid-range. But what the Bucks did right. this year was they locked Giannis down to a supermax, $228 million over five years. They went out. They got Drew right. Holiday. I think that picking up Harden, mm-hmm. while he does have the ability to drop 50 on any given night, and he's probably one of the best That's scorers right. of NBA history right up there with Kevin Durant. That's, that's right. I know you're right. That's right. I think that that would present it. I, I think that would fly in the face of even getting Drew Hall. He's a, a really good defensive guard. Re- actually, right. elite right. defensive team last year. But I think right. that I think that that acquiring a guy like Harden, mm-hmm. I would I would have done that before I even made the transaction with Drew Holiday. Because I agree, Harden, while he has been somewhat of a cancer. And we've seen this, you know, he's, he's started to act up. He has also said mm-hmm. that while he's an ISO guy, he wants to be in a, in a ball movement, heavy type of offense. So I couldn't think of a, right. I mean, Milwaukee, they're great from three. They're great moving the ball. I was watching them the other night. I mean, they look crisp, clean. Dante DiVincenzo was going off. I mean, everyone on that unit is just solid. Right. Straight solid. I mean, they're, they're great. Um, I, I think Harden would have been great there, but now since they they picked up Drew Holiday I think it's I, I think the point is moot you know I don't know hold on I think this okay all right we should be back up I think the stream buffered for a second we're okay. good that, that's probably the internet down here just gets a little shaky sometimes let me see yeah but as far as yeah but as far as the bucks go they can they can hold up but just not not with the Nets for right now until they get who they need to get. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think, again, I, I think I think the same thing with the Bucs. I mean, like, if you listen, if you want to pick up Harden, I think the same thing mm-hmm. stands for the Celtics that does with the Bucks. If you want to pick up Harden, that's great. He's a, he's a prolific scorer, but you also have to be careful about the way he affects your starting five. You know? You're right. No, yeah, that's true. And I think Giannis is a is a guy that's not going to get in anyone else's way. I mean, he's he's pretty. He's just laid back. You know, he um, yeah. He's all about he's all about getting better. He's not really the guy to get into drama. Actually, funnily enough, if you remember Ace, they got into they had some like mm-hmm. brief smoke last year because Harden kind of made that comment about Giannis. He said, "I wish I could be six foot seven or, or six foot eleven and just that. and run and just dunk as if right. as if Giannis is just yeah. some guy that that is like playing backyard hoop." And just you know what I'm saying, two steps and he's exactly. there. Exactly, like he acted like Giannis just in the park ball, and now Giannis is he's skilled. Like from from the time he's got drafted to now, that boy's putting some work. 
And you know what the thing is too? A lot of people underrate because I was having this conversation with so many people and I will die on this hill. Giannis has mm-hmm. really solid handles for a big. Really solid. I mean, yes, the way he, does. he, yes, and he does. his finishing yes, ability, crazy. Crazy. Ridiculous. Him and KD, him and KD, best two big, big handlers. Yeah. Yeah. Because nobody with that height can really dribble like that. Because except for like maybe AD, six ten, six eleven. Right, because somebody who's six ten, six eleven, NBA wise, you're supposed to just be in the post. Yeah. That's supposed to be your spot. Post spin off, do a dunk, lay up, do what you gotta do. But as far as Giannis and KD go. They can put the ball on the floor. Giannis is starting to develop a little three here and there. A little bit of a one dribble pull up. Right. Plus the finishing ability, nobody can really get nobody can really get to them when he gets to the paint. Yeah, that's and that's true. Can take Gian- all contact. Giannis, Giannis will. I mean, if you let Giannis get an open lane, he's like a freight train. I mean, there's no stopping him. Right. Short of Marcus Smart, though, I gotta say, Marcus Smart in the last few games has just been getting the the like the shit knocked out of him. But he's been getting, he's been catching charges. So shout out to Marcus yeah, Smart, my favorite he, guard. In the that's game. All, that's who that's who he is. That's he's that type of player that that will really take take anything for the team. Yeah, he'll die for that. He'll die for you know what I'm saying. Yeah. He'll he'll die just just uh, to make um get an extra possession but yeah. that's that's why i like him that's why i like marcus smart but to your point i mean at this point i want to i really want to see how it pans out i want to see how it pans out because harden going anywhere is going to be an interesting watch for sure for sure because it's like him staying in houston is a is is also good as well because because what's the problem with having john wall and the marcus cousins i I personally see no problem with that. No, especially with the way they've been playing. A lot of people said they wouldn't. Co- I mean, even my co-host, uh, shout out to him on the uh, my basketball podcast. He kind of he had said that they, you know I don't think they're coming back a hundred percent. I said if you don't think they're coming back a hundred percent, you haven't been paying attention to sports medicine recently. Right. Those guys are stunners, right. and they've come back and they've really balled right. out. But it also begs the question for Harden too. I I don't think that pairing of Harden, Boogie, and and Wall. While it is a very potent connection right there, I don't think it'll be enough to take down the Lakers. Because the Lakers, anyone in the West, I'll say that about anybody in the West, maybe short of the Clippers. Yeah. I mean, you have to go through. Yeah. I mean, still even the Clippers, you have to go through LeBron. That's tough. Yeah. Because, honestly, from last year to now, I don't really see nobody stopping the Lakers. At the, uh, the Lakers like this year are ridiculous. Because, yeah, they because last year they were good. This year... This year they they decreased a little bit just because of big men, but they're still good because they have Dennis Schroeder, a fast, fast on his feet point guard. He could shoot the three at any given time, and plus, and plus, you have one of the most aggressive bigs in the league, which is which is Montrezl Harrell. Right. Yeah. I mean, Montrezl Harrell is a great he's guy. A, I mean, he's great a guaranteed rebound. He just needs yeah, to tighten up on he's his a guaranteed rebound. He's a guaranteed rebound. I think he just the only thing with with Montrezl Harrell, he's great offensively. I think he just needs to tighten up on defense, and he's phew, paramount, absolutely paramount. I agree. Yeah, I mean, l- I listen, agree. the Lakers are scary, and they only got better this off season. They won the off season. Yeah, in my personal opinion. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, they did it just because they got also. I keep forgetting about this pick. They got Marcus All as well. Oh yeah, yeah. That's a problem. Yeah, That's Marcus All is a problem. Because like, who do you want Marcus them to go to? Oh, is 
Exactly. Because, like, you have LeBron spacing out the floor. Mm-hmm. KCP in the corner. Right. A- AD could put the ball on the floor. That's hard to guard as it is. Oh, yeah. Montre, he's aggressive. He'll get he'll get any rebound that goes in the air. Then you got Marcus Gasol, who's basically another AD. Put the ball on the floor, put you in post, spin off, he can shoot. Right. So it's like that's going to be hard to guard because the Lakers are spreading the floor. Yeah, hey, there it goes. They're playing old-fashioned bully ball. That's they, what I like they, about it. They, they are because we don't really have no team in the NBA besides them that spreads the floor like that. Are you, are you doing this on purpose? That's hilarious. No, nah, nah, not for real. Though. Not for real. Though. No, no, it's true. Because it's true. It's, like Casey, it's true because KCP in the corner. Yeah. Dennis Schroeder, LeBron, AD, and then off the bench you got you got you got Montrez, you got Marcus Sowell, you got all these people who can fully cover all angles of the floor, defense and offense. Right. Yeah, I, I think so it's like I, nobody can really stop that. I think I think what the Lakers have done is very interesting because they kind of combine the old bully ball method. Of, of the NBA with the new 3 and D and, and fast pace, you know, that's a very right. potent connection. That's a very potent combination. Not many teams have mm-hmm. that. And I think certain teams, yeah. either, you know, like with the Rockets we saw last year, the Rockets went full small ball mode. Like full, just yeah. immediately full small ball mode. That didn't work out for them. Because then you have dynamic bigs yeah. in the paint waiting to just swat your shit away. You got AD and LeBron, and LeBron's waiting to just absolutely demolish, like throw your shit into the, into the third into the third bleacher, exactly. you know what I'm saying? Like exactly. either that or AD. For LeBron to be 18 years. LeBron is still saying the shit to the he's pretty, he's, LeBron's different. LeBron's. I hope to. I, I hope to get him on for an interview one day. If if I uh, if this ever takes off, one day but, um, you will keep. One day you will when when probably probably when he's ready to retire, you'll probably get that interview. That's what I'm saying. I'll get the I'll get the retired Bron action. But you get the you get to get the exclusive. And I th- I think if you want to look at the opposite side from the Rockets, right? You have teams like mm-hmm. the Knicks, because a lot of people don't mm-hmm. watch the Knicks because they're pretty they're pretty terrible right now. They're pretty god awful. But the Knicks kind of did the. Too bad, though. I mean, listen, their their future is. I think their future is a lot brighter than a lot of people will give them credit for. But the Knicks right now, right? The Knicks right now, are are kind of doing that that on the other on the other end of the spectrum from the Rockets. They're doing completely like a big lineup. Same thing with Philly. Philly's another team where it's yeah. it's like they've kind of integrated that pretty well. Uh, the Phil- Philadelphia doesn't take a lot of. Th- I mean, they're more definitely they they got Joel Embiid. He's a very um, <clears throat> one of uni- the best, one of the top five big men in the league. Right, right. He's a very he's a very universal type big. He can again spread the floor yeah. out. He's got a shot on him. My whole thing with Joel Embiid is just that he comes in uh, into the season very out of shape. But besides that, he's a, he's a versatile big. So there are a lot of teams that, right. that will try either way on either end of the spectrum, the Rockets, the Knicks. Uh, but nobody really does it successfully except for, like, the Lakers and a few other teams that I'm trying to think right. of right now, maybe, like, the Nuggets, too. But they ha- the Nuggets overall, I mean, I think everyone needs a versatile big right now. I think that's one of the keys to success I in the agree. NBA. I agree. So I agree. It's very – Because – Yeah, go because, ahead. Like, like, the NBA today has – Faded away from the traditional big man, like a Shaq. Like, yeah. like today, today's big men are basically like, like Hakeem Olajuwon. Yo, or like Tim. D- I mean, I know Tim Duncan wasn't a center, but he was more of like a skilled uh, big. Right, right. So, 
especially like today's NBA really focuses on has a big man that could give you maybe five dribbles, do a spin move, and, and give you a 15 footer at the elbow, whatever. That's what that's what that's what the NBA specializes in today. No, 100. percent I think it's I honestly, I think since what like two like around 2008, and I'm I'm thinking about like 2016. Like this is probably the best, in my personal opinion, rendition of the uh, rendition of the NBA. Excuse me. Uh, that we, I mean, I, I just, I, I love it as like a broadcaster and as a fan, like watching it. It's mm-hmm. just, it's, it's so great because you got all these offensive pieces on each team that really can, can do whatever they want with the ball, you know. And, and so it yeah. makes for whether or not. And I actually had this guy on a shout out to Max Gilson from the Noise Media. He's great. He does a, he runs a betting uh, website. So if anyone wants really smart picks, and his his picks are actually money. He has a formula for it. If anyone wants money picks, go on over to him. But he brought up the good <laughs> point. Yeah, uh, he brought he brought up the good point that it might just be the, the the fact that certain teams aren't defending as well. I I just simply think it's it's just the the growth of offensive talent that we've seen as well. Because uh, you still have guys that are that are talented defensively, but the offense around the league has just been so much more prolific. In pa- I mean, man, it's just been it's it's been great. And I started I do I did the podcast from the beginning of last season. Uh, up until now, and it's been it's just been a lot of fun to to cover overall, you know. True, like, like um, you there? Like um, oh, there you go. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like like today it's like cover like in my opinion the best defensive player we have in today's league is probably Kawhi Leonard. Defensively, with, with, yeah. with also Jared. Defensively, it'd probably be Kawhi. Kawhi, AD. Jared Allen is definitely situation. up there. Jared Allen, yeah, Rudy Gobert. No, definitely AD, Rudy Gobert. Patrick Beverly has slept on. He's definitely up there defensively. I don't, see, all right, here's the thing. Here's people want to give him credit, but he's up there. Here's here's the thing. Here's where we're going to – I think we might differ on this one. I think that Patrick Beverly mm-hmm. plays with a lot of uh, ferocity. I think there's a difference between okay. having defensive skill and playing with a lot of ferocity. Uh, Russell Westbrook came okay. out and he said something I think is very apt. And feel by the way, if if you think I'm bugging out, go ahead and tell me. Mm-hmm. But Russell Westbrook okay. came out. Okay, now mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook came out and 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 kind of said that he has a lot of you guys fooled. He's running and he's hacking, but he's not he's not actually defensively skilled. Now, do I think that holds mm-hmm. a lot of weight? Not necessarily. I think it's somewhere in the mm-hmm. middle. I think that he he's a he does a great job. He's Marcus Smart without the defensive skill set. He does a great job mm-hmm. of getting under the other team's skin, of getting under the opponent's skin, of really just vexing, right? Of constantly getting in there, mm-hmm. getting in their face. And sure, yeah, he he's great. Like he has great defensive moments, but I think a lot of his defensive game could be attributed to the ferocity that he plays with. Whereas certain other players, like for instance Kawhi, sure. Kawhi doesn't really even trash talk on the court, but Kawhi is just so cold defensively to where he can make plays. I think then you have guys like Marcus Smart that are a combination of the two. I just think that, he, yeah, sure, he gets he definitely gets slept on, but mm-hmm. I, I think there's also you have to take into consideration that part of it. But I could be bugging. I don't know. No, no, you are right because him him putting so much intensity into defense is why he does what he does well. So so I definitely like like he's not necessarily like like the people you just said like Gobert. And Kawhi skilled, but he just brings so much effort into defense, which is why he's so good at it. Yeah, 
Yeah, and, and also Jerry in the because chat. He's basically he's that person. He's that person that can get get under your best player skin. Right. If he can. Yeah. Yeah. Wait. wait say that one more time. Sorry. I thought I heard you. I don't know. He's he's that person. He's that person that can get under that bet. That can get under your best player skin if he can. Yeah. Like we saw that. We saw that in I, I forget what playoffs matchup. Maybe it was it was two seasons ago, when when the Clippers played. Yeah. It was Golden State, and you saw him, and he's you know he's constantly going over to KD, and he's you know clapping in KD's. So let's go, uh, and KD's kind of like all right, yeah. get out, like like shooting him off like a gnat. But it's true, like he he gets up in people's faces and he makes them uncomfortable. That's yeah. what he does best, yeah. and that's why a lot of people don't yeah. value him defensively. It's because they just see all that. But I think that should hold. So I mean, basketball as well as any sport is a mental game as much as it is physical. You know, you like are absolutely right remember, remember when LeBron went up up to Gilbert Arenas at the free throw line, and he goes, "If you sink this, you're going home." And Gilbert Arenas, he, I, if you miss this, you're going home. And Gilbert Arenas missed. It, it's as much of a yeah. of a physical game as it is a mental game. So I think that's why that's he's, right. he might be a little bit slept on. I don't know. That's just me. No, you're right because Patrick Beverly, he's the modern day Gary Payton. I don't know about because that because Gary Payton because, is a lot better offensive. Well, not scoring wise. Scoring wise, he's not, and maybe defensive wise, he's a little less skilled. But trash talking wise, because Gary Payton, as far as the nineties goes, he was that person that can get under the shin. That's true. That's the that, only that's person, true. Yeah. The only person that 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 did not work on was Michael Jordan. Yeah, I mean Gary Payton was great. Yeah, he was one of the the league's best trash talkers, like in history. I think he right. was really, I right. he was really terrific. Right, so like Patrick Beverly is is that person for modern day, that person who could talk to you. And let's say you come on the court feeling like you're gonna score thirty. Once you hear something from Patrick Beverly, it's like I right, you might score five points tonight. Well, he could say that all he wants. Just I mean, when you get to some of the better offensive players, I mean, you could you could trash right. talk all you want. There might not be any stopping them, you know. Right, because we see. Like how you just said when he still did the thing that he did to KD, they still won the series. KD was still KD still, if I'm correct, he dropped forty points three games in a row. Let me see. I'll look it up. That was that series where they played the Clippers. Yeah. Versus Clippers playoffs. God, that feels like a, a century ago. I'll put it up on the screen here because I wanted to try that. Kevin Durant, okay. And that was Lou Williams, and they had, yep, they had Pat Bev. Okay. Up on the screen here, hold on. Internet capture, window. There we go. I'll just put that. Let me know if you guys can see this. Okay. So I have the I have the Western Conference first round standings up here. I have to check this. Okay. So we got... So over the course of the series, basic stats: Kevin Durant per game averaged, yeah, about th- about forty points, thirty-five points. Yeah. Yeah, per game. So I mean, listen. So it's like he. Yeah. He did all that didn't work? It didn't work for him. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen. It, it's but he still, but he still continues to put that passion, in, which is which is what I like. Right. Yeah. It, it's one thing. It's definitely. It's it's great to bring that ferocity, but. You also have to have the skill set to back it up. That's why I love Marcus Smart as a as a six man. And now that he got the nod to come up to the to the start to the to the one, 
because uh, Kemba is out at the moment, I think. Jerry, feel free to, to yeah. correct me if I'm wrong in the comments. Um, or is this is there still live comments? No captions. Is the stream still live? Is it still live? Oh, let me check. Hey, there, let me see. Let me see. As a, as a oh, yeah, he did. Okay, it is. My fault. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, no, I, I just think that um, I think – I think guys that, that defensively can can get it done physically and mentally are just kind of like unicorns, and they're the, the most fun to watch. Like you said, Gary Payton, um, and then if you have Gary right. Payton, a guy like Gary Payton that has such an offensive uh, arsenal as well, I mean that's 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 even scarier. That's even there's reasons why he gave you know what I'm saying, Michael Jordan. Like there's reasons why he gave Michael Jordan a little bit of trouble. Right, which is which is like 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 Gary Payton doing what he did to Mike is the reason why Mike had been trodden. You want to talk, or to have Dennis to fight your token, because Gary and Dennis are the same, same type player. Dennis Rodman. Yeah. Yeah. Dennis Rodman like didn't that, even care well, though. I was trash talking under your skin. Great. Yeah, De- Dennis Rodman was kind of just more flagrant with the way he did things. Like Dennis Rodman would go off. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I don't know, Ace, you saw the uh, the Last Dance documentary, right? I did. Like he would go off. I remember, like he would do like NWO and go off, and he like banged Carmen Electra, yeah. and then he would come back. Yeah. What a came winner! Back Madonna came back to practice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and he said, he, "I did that," and nobody's. Yeah, he, he had. Like, like I understand you get lit all you want, but like you have potential to. Like, if Dennis Rodman was going to focus, he had potential to be part of the top five best players of all time. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, one second. That whole, Wait, say that. Like, say that one more time. Sorry. Mm-hmm. Because it just it disconnected and reconnected. Den- okay. Dennis Rodman is the reason why Mike started lifting weights and working on being stronger because of Dennis Rodman when he was on the Pistons. Because, yeah. because Dennis Rodman used to rough him around 88-89. Yeah. He used yeah. to throw him on the floor like nothing. Yeah, so man. It's like it, he, it made, also- he made Mike get better. Right, it was it was definitely a different NBA then too. Like I think it was a lot more cutthroat. Um, so right. I think that also kind of adds a little bit of of weight to his arguments. Right. To, or, or I should say to Dennis Rodman and, and Mike's arguments for being you know, you know the best. Like it was a different time frame. Yeah. I know it's kind of like a, that's a contrived argument that a lot of people like to make, but I think it stands. Like the point should be made. And I, I really apologize for anyone listening for those those static shocks. That's me. I have to keep the cable that I have set up to my audio interface absolutely still, or else it. Does like a, a shock volt up the up the thing? <laughs> yeah, one sec here. Uh, yeah, come on, we got another caller in the queue in a bit. But yeah, man. I mean, listen. Um, I th- mm-hmm. I think I think I think the NBA is only getting better, man. I, I'm really I'm really excited. I'm really excited to see what happens this season because it's a very it's a very strange NBA. Yeah, this season is going to be good. This season is going to be good, especially now that. That is like it's normal. It's back in the stadiums, no more, no more bubble. So it's like we have the real feeling back. Even though there's no fans, we have the real feeling back. Yeah, yeah, and it, it doesn't matter. Like I know a lot of people are talking about. How... You go ahead. Sorry. It's gonna be good, especially hmm? now that. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, okay. 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 We're just having some problems in the stream here. No, um. I, I okay. think a lot of people, a lot of people, when it, it first started, Corona hit and sports were going on. Like a lot of people had issues with them pumping in crowd noise. I actually don't mind that a lot. Right. I, I'm not. I'm not really. Me neither. As long as it's simulated, I mean, I really don't even tell. Like the first NBA game I watched, I had forgotten that they weren't letting in 
or they weren't letting in fans to some stadiums. And I was like, oh, they actually mm-hmm. had some fans in there. Like, I didn't even realize. I couldn't even tell the difference at first. And then I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. No, they don't have any fans in there. That makes a lot of sense. They just kind of pumping crowd noise. I, I don't mind it. And when I notice it, yeah. it's not it's not like a, a big deal to me. That's just me. Yeah, it's not a big deal. At the end of the day, everybody wants sports back. So that's what we get. We did what. I'm going to take what I got. I, I got like, what we love to win. I'm not exactly. going to complain, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not going to complain and say, oh, I'm not going to watch ball because I can't go to the game now. Like, I'm going to continue to watch ball, continue to get interested in because that's what I've been waiting for. Yeah, I, I I don't understand people that, like, I'm sure there's not a many not many people out there that would be like, oh, they're pumping in crowd noise. I'm going to stop watching sports altogether. But Exactly. That like, doesn't even make sense. Like, like you're going to stop watching the sports you love because it's, because it's like you, you can't handle a little bit of noise. It definitely, it definitely factors into how playoff games work because there's no real, like, you know, I guess part of the the right. allure of a home game or an away game is that there's going to be crowds there. Teams are going to be more comfortable in the home stadiums. Right. So that might affect that area and, and some aspects of the playoffs. But besides that, I mean, it's not really even close. Um, it, it's not it's right. not like a close argument in my mind. You just uh, There's no effect outside of that to me personally. I might be uh, negating th- some things in my head, but besides that, I mean, eh, eh. I don't mind. <laughs> I really don't mind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't mind. I don't mind. So, what yeah, are your predictions, real either. quick? Because we got. I, I hate to uh, to get you out finals, of here, but we got other calls in the line. I, yeah, finals predictions. I have Nets and Lakers. Nets and Lakers. So you're pretty much. I, you, Nets and Lakers. You're not going against the great at all. You're pretty much everyone else's takes. Yeah. I mean, listen. I will yeah. say. I I I will. I was going to come on because I have to do preparation for Monday's podcast coming out Tuesday. Um. Mm-hmm. And I, I wanted to just because I think everyone like the going the going take right now the take that everyone is yeah. is kind of clam or, or going on is is the fact that the, the Nets are going to meet the Lakers in the finals. They my they will, my anal yeah my analytical will. podcaster mind my broadcaster mind says Cooperman mm-hmm. to make the correct take you got to go with you know Nets versus Lakers. It's there's not yeah, a doubt in my you have to. the fan in me. The fan that is a, a, mm-hmm. a, the NBA fan or, or the the fan of the the Celtics inside of me says Bucks like the, those two teams could make a run at, uh, but realistically that, like I agree that's with you. That's true. Uh, so well, I'm gonna say, right, so before I get off, I'm gonna say everybody keep training with my boy Coop doing. I'm saying I'm proud of you, my boy, for real. Mm-hmm. And keep streaming the tape. Everybody, yeah, no, no Thank problem. You yeah, man, no problem, no problem. You listen, you're helping me. Uh, you help me carry the stream, so I'll play. I'll definitely demo some of your music. You said two days. Yeah, um, two years and then two miles. <laughs> two days, two years. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, two years. Appreciate you. No problem, man. Have a good one. All right. Oh, should I just cut him off? All right. The phone lines are back, opened up. If anyone wants to call in, box. Let's go. Oh, sh- <laughs> sorry about that. I keep forgetting that the same place that I have my stream set up is also the place for call-ins. So if there's any like sudden static electricity or, or just me saying things really loudly, I apologize about that. I'm gonna turn down the gain here a little bit, but uh, we're we're still uh, we're still maintaining here. How much time have we gone through? It's been about what hour six minutes. I'm feeling good, man. I, I I'll hit two three hours. I don't care. I'll keep it going as long as as long as you guys are down. As long as you guys keep giving me things to talk about. Uh, so the the call number is here. Feel free to feel free to to speak your mind. Bring up anything at all. Doesn't matter. It's been about sports, but it doesn't have to be about sports. It could be about anything. If you want to vent, get advice. All right, perfect. Wait, how much, Jerry? How much of the stream did you miss? 
because it said it reconnected, but I don't know. <sighs> it's so annoying, man. All right. Let me know how you guys have been faring, how you guys have been doing, anything you want me to react to, talk about. I'm here, man. This is, this is, uh, all right, we got maximum. Oh, boy. Here we go, the Don. What's going on, buddy? Oh, <laughs> oh my God. So am I, uh, am I on the couch right now? Cause You're I on the couch. Sitting down with the boy himself. You're sitting down. Are you sitting down on the couch? Uh, I'm actually sitting on my bed. Jake. Okay, so not a couch, but you're here on the couch. You're live to tape. Welcome to the show, Max. Guys, he, honored to be here. For honored anyone that to be here, it's it's an honor. To, it's an honor to host you, man. For anyone that doesn't know, Max is a very good friend of mine, um, uh, an up and coming promising filmmaker to say the least. The next Scorsese, as a lot of people have coined him, uh, I say he's the next Dizel. But um, but yes, he's he's very he's a very good friend of the show, very good friend of mine. Uh, one of the reasons why I even got into this. So. Uh, we're, we're very, we're very happy to have him on. How you doing, Max? You doing good? Jake, I, uh, I was doing great. And now, now I'm amazing, Jake, because of you. Being in the hands, ladies and gentlemen, of the greatest podcaster of all time, a.k.a. Jacob Cooperman on spreading the floor, the couch. This man, when I mean spits game, it's, it's, you know, he's, he's a lone wolf. This man single-handedly <laughs> is blush. the crowned king. I mean, look at his hair right now. <laughs> oh my god, that hair! Talk about a beautiful young man. So, Jake, the honor is mine. Jake, the honor is mine. Jake. So, Jake, how are you, Jake? How is the couch going, dude? This is this has been going. We've been going for about an hour now. It's been mostly sports content, but you know, it's been it's been good nonetheless. Uh, I'm chilling. I don't know how does this. Have you been you've been on the stream for a little bit? How is it going? Is it laggy? Uh, it's a, it's a little bit laggy, but that, that's all right. That's all right. I, I, I just just hopped on, you know, recently. Um, but I, it was good to uh to to hear that you know got other calls coming in, aka me. <laughs> I was I was I was a little bit nervous that I wasn't gonna get any calls and I'd have to single handedly carry. Which I mean, listen, the the times where I haven't gotten calls, it's been it's been it's all been smooth. Like let's just put it that way. It's been very smooth. Um, I, it's been, it's definitely been a successful project. I think people like calling in and having their voices heard. And that's something that I'm, I'm here to do. Like we talked about it, working on your why, working on your purpose. Uh, I definitely have a, a newfound sense of purpose and people have actually, well, what been, is your why Jake? Listen to, to, I, I, I will be vulnerable on Mike because that's something I'm working on. So for a while, as I'm sure a lot of my you know close friends know, I was, I was very down in the dumps. I uh, wasn't in a good headspace. Uh, and, and podcasting was before I even before I even took the you know the jump into doing broadcasting. That was always a, a safe space, a place where I could find haven. You know, just relax, take my mind off of things. And I uh, I want in layman. So make a a long story short. I I want to do that for other people. I want to have not only my voice heard, but to amplify other people's voices in the best way that I can. Because I think a lot of the people that I'm friends with, uh, for instance, Ace. Jerry, you were all very well informed people. We can all we all have something to offer the world. And um, it's all about, I think, unlocking like you did, we always talked about this, Max, right? It's always about unlocking your potential. And I think conversation is a great conduit uh, in which that can that can be done. That's me. Well, I especially think that for you, Jake, you know, I think that, you know, you're an individual that that likes 
you know, real conversation and, and, and really respects, you know, other people's values and your own greatly. And I think that, you know, and this is, you know, complete props to you, man, you know, and, and, and respect, you know, from the standpoint of just, you know, you truly, truly, truly have, you know, evolved and grown so much. And I think that podcasting really has helped you do that a great deal. And I think in turn, you know, your, your conversation with simply, you know, your self-confidence and self-worth and self-value has, you know, really, really just heightened because of, you know, you finding something that really makes you happy. And that's a beautiful thing, Jake. It's a really beautiful thing. And the fact that you know what your why is, yeah, you know, is also a really, really, really good thing. You know, it, it's, it's, it's a little bit more difficult to really articulate it, but the fact that you can do that is, is beautiful, Jake. It's a beautiful thing, man. It really, really is, you know. Um, yeah, no, something that you've, you've definitely helped me with, Max, and something that has been a big, like, for instance, over the course of 2020, I was talking about it before you came into the stream, a lot of people, I mean, would say that the 2020 has probably been the worst year. I mean, of my life, and probably of my lifetime, I don't want to make that bold of a, of a prediction yet, if something crazier happens, Lord forbid, you know, or God forbid it does. I think 2020 for a lot of people has just been absolutely god awful. That goes without saying. But for me, without sounding again too privileged or or too tone deaf, like it's been a year for for growth. And so well, I, I, I think I think that that, that 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 even comes with everyone. Oh uh, yeah. I mean, listen, like the adversity of 2020 could force anyone to grow. But I'm saying just personally for my career in terms of getting better on mic, in terms of getting better with the production quality, uh, in terms of everything. it's It's been a big growth year for me. And I think I'll look back on 2020 and say, this is the year where I started as a, as a, as a broadcaster. And I'm hoping, uh, Lord willing, that I can take this to the top. But something that you touched on, right? It's something, you know, finding my why. I think something that, that I've really honed in on at the end of 2020 is, again, finding that why and switching up my mindset. Because for a little bit, I felt like I was viewing it more as a job broadcasting. I was, I was okay, I got to put this clip out now. I got to do this now. I got to do that now. You know, if I don't do it, then I'm slacking and I'm not going to be successful. When you just got to realize, like, I, 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 Jerry, you're in the stream right now, I'm sure. I, like, I wasn't down that, you know, I would, I would elect not to hang out with certain people because I was so headstrong and so focused on, on getting everything done. When in reality, you got to kind of retool your why. So now that I've retooled my why, well, you got to balance yourself. Yeah. You got to balance yourself. Now that I do it for other people, it's, it brings me more joy. And I do it also for myself. Now it's just something that I love to like sitting right here doing the couch is, is sick. I, this is the most fun I've probably had in a while. I love doing this live stuff, even if the stream is choppy, which I got to figure out a way to get a better internet connection next time. But I think for the most part, it's been kind of smooth. Yeah, I think it's about retooling the why and really just just figuring out why you're making content and in something that you've pioneered, Max. Like you taught me how to do that, right? Because for anyone that doesn't know, Max is Max is a very talented filmmaker. He has a, a film coming out soon. Can, can I plug it, Max, or is this too secretive at the moment? Uh, well, I mean, it's going to be in festivals, so it's not going to come out soon. <laughs> oh yeah, it might be a little bit too early, but um, I'll, I'll you know what? Well, there'll be a lot more couches until then, but I'll I'll definitely plug your your stuff. But well, yeah, well, you, you could you could you could say that. I mean, it, the film is called Brad. Yeah, everyone. Um, yeah. Give, Jake, give us Jake, a little Jake synopsis. Is, 
Um, it's about a dude in college trying to figure out his passion, and he gets mixed up with the wrong crowd, and peer pressure, you know, shifts him in very different directions than he intended on being. Yeah, so. and it's it's shot masterfully. The cinematography is crazy. The acting is crazy. It's it's overall just a fantastic film. So I, yeah, I saw I, it. I, I can attest it. to that. You really, I mean, you hit it out of the ballpark, Max. Every and I'm talking to you now. I'm not even talking for the stream. Everyone that has watched it, just my family. Don't worry. Uh, <laughs> I didn't release on, on Instagram. DM'd everyone that I knew. Um, but my family, <laughs> my family, they they all they all thought that you you really killed it, and you did, man. I mean, you're talented. You're you're a, you're the dude that before I knew what I wanted to do, you were you kind of paved the way. And I know you hate it when I say this, but you paved the way for me to be like, okay, I can. I could find a passion that lifts me up out of this. This because I was in a cloud for a while. I was in this this de- depressive state, and depression is a disease, Max. The depression is a, is a disease to where it makes it hard for you to find a cure. Because the best way I think to get out of depression is to find something that you you have uncontrollable joy for. That's the best way to get out. And with depression, everything that you try, you view with a negative scope. I was talking with my mother about this earlier. There's not a thing you can do on God's green earth that that will be viewed in a positive light under the under the auspices of depression. So I think I, I think everyone needs that outlet. And you would kind of pave the way for me to say, hey, if you're passionate enough about something, you can do anything. You can do it. You can get out of any situation. Um, you can you can do, you know, the sky is the limit. There's no ceiling for when you have true passion for something. So you, you showed me that. You definitely showed me that. Amongst so many other things you taught me that I if I if I went into all the things that you taught me, Max, I mean we'd be here for hours, but um yeah. I, I appreciate well, I mean, you. Hey, I appreciate you too, Jake. At the same time, Jake, ladies and gentlemen, this is one of the most important things about all this. And and, and Jake has also, you know, reminded and inspired me in so many ways to, you know, we're, we're mentors to each other from the standpoint of, you know, we remind each other who we are and what we stand for and what our values are. So for that, Jake, and also many other things that I could go on a list and be here for hours talking to you about. I love you, man. You're, you're the goat. Um, but Jake is my brother, everyone. This man is, is, is one of the few individuals that I have seen that has genuinely, genuinely taken initiative, right? You know, we all have our influences in our life and we all have, you know, our mentors who also mentor us and people we love and everything. But when someone gives you advice, yes, not all advice is, is, is you know, going to be fantastic and it's not going to lead you to any of the answers that you might be seeking. Because you yourself have to take that initiative. Jake Cooperman time and time again has taken the initiative to evolve himself for the better with, with that even regarding with his podcast with himself the way he views people life in general in every regard that he can he has taken initiative and that to me is something that you know i applaud admire respect and honestly strive for and, you know, Jake is a spokesperson for that. And he's one of the people that I think that we should all look up to for many reasons. 
but specifically on this conversation, and it's funny because we spoke about this very long ago on spreading the floor. Chopping them um, up. But yeah. Chopping them up. Thank you. Too many too many um, IPs to keep count of, but yeah. Well, this, this guy's got a lot of episodes. What I'm saying is, is that you have a lot you have a lot to offer and you know that about yourself and you know that's a very 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 important thing you know is to notice yourself value but be humble about it you know yeah. because i was gonna say it's important to influence that line. others but into influence others to be like hey we all have our gifts you know we you know we, we all have a gift we all have our own gifts you know, represent those gifts and, 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 you know, find out what they are because we all have, you know, our own beauty and we all are beautiful people. We really are inside and out. So beautifully said, Jake, beautifully said, I would like to, uh, whoa, whoa, I wasn't kicking you off. I, was yeah. not, I wasn't kicking you off. Don't don't think I was. That sounded like a, all righty, we're going to be going on to our next comment. That was not what yeah. it was. <laughs> I was going to say hit um, me with a take, but it sounds like you're coming one with your, uh, up with your uh, your own. Hit you with a take. What do you mean a take? Or just something you wanted to bring in and talk about, but it sounded like you were you were you were getting into Well, something. I mean I mean Jake Cooper, I want uh-huh. to ask you a question, Jake. I've never been interviewed before. This is crazy. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> that is such bullshit. I'm on the hot. Um, I'm on the hot seat. Jake Cooper, what is success to you? Um, well, it can be many things, Jake. It can be many things. I think I think success can be monetary, although that's not real success. That's temporary success. I think real success is like we always talk, like Thanos. You know what I'm saying? Like you have your you have your lay down and some farm on another planet type moment like when you really look back on what you did and you right, just, well, let's hope that we didn't kill the entire not not universe. half the galaxy not that type of not that type of success but um i I, th- I think it's something similar to that like you look back on what you've built and that's what i want to do you could look back genuinely and say you helped people you you inspired people you gave people light you hit accolades like i'm trying to do I'm trying to be the best at what I do, like Joe Rogan level, like Howard Stern level. Like I want, I want all of that. But most of all, I just want to matter in the grand scheme of. Th- Not that I don't matter, but I'm saying on a grand scale, like I want to be known. Does that make any sense? I want to go down in the books as not only someone that that crushed accolades that that crushed previous records, but also as someone that helped other people and could say that, and, and, and can be that force for other people that, you know, Jake, like I was going through a tough time, but the content that you made helped me get through that. That's what I want to be. That's what I, that, I think that's true success. And it used to be the way I framed it was that I thought that true success was, like I said, just, just having the fame that, that came along with now. Cause now podcasting is so lucrative. I mean, I've talked to you about this before, Max. Guys like Joe Rogan that are getting $100 million from Spotify to do what they do. Guys on the radio like Howard Stern are still sitting on royalty checks week to week when they don't even do shows. Guys getting paid however many millions of dollars, and he only has to come in once a month to the series to do it in his basement. So that, <laughs> that I mean, that's pretty crazy to me. But that's great. That's, that's one 
that's one type of, of fame, of success. But I think the true type of success is going down to someone that was respected, that is well looked upon, that is someone that can trailblaze for others and, and lead uh, with a positive example. That's something that I've always, this is the reason I got into this is because I want, I want to be heard and I want to be a leader and I want to, I want, I think, I, I think every, every, every content creator wants to kind of shape the world in the way that they see things. And the way I see things is that everything, not everything should be positive because not everything is positive all the time. But I think, I, I think that, that if you, if you view things more positively and you connect with people on a positive level, there could be a lot of good that gets done. So communication, mm -hmm. that's, that's, that's success to me. Kurt. Yeah. Can you, you tell I've been thinking about that a lot? <laughs> what? I said, can you tell I've been thinking about that a lot? No. Psych. <laughs> no, no. Hangs up the phone. But uh, yeah, no, I, that's, that's my, that's my main goal. That's, that's my, that's my true passion. Jake, I am proud of you. Jake, I think that you embody that, buddy. I really do. I really do, Jake. The man, the myth. How's everything the... at home? <laughs> Jake, this uh, is your goddamn podcast, man. I mean, it's, why are we talking? About... Everything's fine here. Man. How's your home good. address? No. <laughs> <laughs> Go there I, now. No. Everything is going well. Everything is going well. How How is it back at home, Jake? How, how are you? How's your home? been good i was where you know i told you i was working ups i was out there i was out there in the field in the cold you know what i'm saying delivering packages dude, dude this is a great story all right so i was this is a true story too nobody believes me besides my lady but but okay so i'm, I'm with my 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 gal my lady mm -hmm. and i'm in savannah and you know uh, she's dropping me off at my house and and, and you know because we all we had to go do our own shit whatever so Right. <laughs> She's dropping me off. And we see this UPS car, you know, big, big ass truck, right? Right. You know, just a, like, uh, uh, it's a little bit away. And, you know, I can, like, it's, it's in front of us, like a few cars in front of us, but, you know, the cars are parked. So it's a completely clear road. Right. So I think I know the story. Yeah. We see this guy. He, this UPS man get out of the car <laughs> and I'm talking to her we see this guy <laughs> I know where get this is out of get out of the car and literally launch packages launch packages at the front door of everyone's home so he full on football throws these packages. He Patrick Mahomes that thing literally literally Patrick Mahomes them directly into and it didn't matter what was in it. He no, no, he less. was throwing that regardless. He was throwing that thing regardless. It doesn't matter. He was so irritated. <laughs> he literally throwed up basically slop it on the, the, the door. I'll, I'll tell everyone this listening, right? Be be kind to your UPS drivers because I worked obviously the guy that I worked with, <laughs> he was a charitable man. Like he he definitely covered me a couple times for lunch. Like we, we had that relationship where we were tight so we'd pay for each other but the minute that you get on that man's bad side, you don't give him a Christmas tip, your shit's getting launched at the window. I'm telling you. There's <laughs> there's not a thing you can do about it. I've had him. He he, he goes, yo, Cooperman. We're sitting in the truck one day, right? We're going down the highway, and he goes, Cooperman, check this out. He shows me his phone. He goes, I got this list. It's called my shit list, okay? 
This is this is all the people that haven't tipped me. I'll go into the back of the truck, and anyone that hasn't tipped me this Christmas season, come 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 New Year's, their shit's getting launched. He goes, I'm I'm gonna I I don't care. I don't care about anyone's time. And he's a guy. He's a good dude. But you gotta you, listen. You better give a tip to your UBS drivers because I've seen him be like, we'll pull up to this um. We had this we had this really big like residential area on our route. All these nice houses, long driveways. And we we pulled up one time and he goes <laughs> we we pull up to the to the thing and he just go he looks over, he's like looks at me and he goes, Fuck that, bag it up. And then we just <laughs> we just drive away. And there's nothing anyone could say about it. And it's it's so be nice to your UPS drivers, because they are genuinely like I I'll I'll surmise it the way he surmised it. If you don't enjoy that job, or you have a UPS driver that doesn't enjoy his job, you better be nice to him. Um, because they're all they're all reasonable. I mean, like shout out to I'm not gonna say his name, but I you know shout out to Dave. Dave was a good dude, man. He he took care of me. Um, but yeah, that's uh, UPS UPS drivers. They they're definitely some of them are just cut off for a second. Okay, we're back. Yeah. Um, it's it's spotty sometimes with the. Dude, no worries, man. No worries. Well, listen, dude. It was great to have uh, you know, it was great to have you on my podcast. Uh, you know, you're welcome that, you know, you came on. You fuck. It's crazy. I, I thought I heard that right. I was like, did I just hear that right? It was a pleasure to have you on my podcast. Fuck you, hangs up. Wow. Yeah, well, those seriousness. Uh, Jakey, I love you so much, man. Thank you again love for you having too, me on your podcast, dude. All right. It's an honor to be on the first episode and many more of The Couch. The classic, the classic goat level. All right. This is you got any more calls coming after me? I, I don't know. We'll have to see because I, I think now my mother has entered uh, and she says the stream stopped work. I don't know. Um, listen, well, if people want to call in, they can call in. But um, I think this is a success. You know, I was expecting way more of a dumpster fire than this actually was. So this is really good. Um, I Because if you go in with a lowered bar, I mean, you, your, your, your expectations can't be shattered if the bar is low already or is low already, I should say. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I appreciate you calling in, Max. I hope the other are the other Dazelles watching. Uh, I, I I know Fredo. My my little I have a little brother named Frankie. Uh, Frankie is out right now. James I think is also out right now. Um, I sent it into the group chat. Carrie might have come in a few times to watch it. All right. Um, but, yeah, man. I was yeah, we're all, we're, they, they they know of it. They know what's going on. They know of the couch. The couch. I think it's been a success. I think there'll be a lot more to come. I agree, Jake. I agree. Jakey. All right, buddy. I love you. All right, man. I will see you, my brother. You you did a tremendously great job, right? And I, we will be in touch about uh, the cook coming up shortly. Of course. Of course. And I got your beanie for you. We got to we gotta figure out a way to get that, uh, that situated. All right, man. I look forward to it. All right. Much love, buddy. Bye, buddy. Thank you so much. Peace. Peace. What a guy. What a guy that Max Dizel. He is a brother to me. All right. How many people we got watching? One? Is it just... Oh, boy. It fluctuates like that. I think a lot of people thought the stream ended. Well, we've been going strong for about an hour and 40 minutes here. And, I, you know, listen, I'm, I'm all... Uh, I'm, I'm here for it. I'm all, uh, I'm all guns blazing. You're going to hear the stream for a second. Oh, three. Shout out, Dave. Your BS is like a secret mafia. That's hilarious. Yeah, bro. Don't, don't order... Um, don't do quick pickup with UPS. Trust me. Because if A, if you piss off a UBS driver, or B, if you order, like if you do next day delivery, you're, you're, 
your package is getting thrown at, at your uh, at your at your porch for sure. Uh, we can open up the call lines again, though. I don't know if anyone that's that's listening right now or watching is is actually going to call in. I'm I'm okay with with piloting solo. You know, I'm alright with carry because listen, I've been getting carried for the last uh, hour thirty minutes. I love it. It's great. Um, we had a few extra people coming in on the side here. You've been having streaming issues. Yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's it's the Wi-Fi down here. Hey, Mike, first time, long time. Did you hear about Stanley, dude? Jerry, Kubai <laughs> logic packages. That's not how it is. No, that's hilarious. I never launched the packages. To be fair to me, though, I was always I was always the good kid. I was always, you know what I'm saying? Like, Dave, I could Dave would, you know what I'm saying? The running back handoff to me, and I'd go up the steps and I'd put it gently down. You know what I'm saying? Because if if I get caught up, that's my ass. Um, but Dave, Dave, you know, he had 20, you know, 28 years on the, on the force. And, um, and he was just, you know what I'm saying? He, he was playing like a grizzled vet. He was, you know what I'm saying? He verbatim, he told me one time, he goes, Coop, if there's nobody up there in the back of the building, you just launch it like Patty Mahomes. You just, if it's too icy, just launch it up on the deck. Yeah. Take care of UPS and UPS takes care of you. That's how it is. Do we have a, a mother call in here? Mob, you want to call? I take the call-ins. I take. Uh, I, I, listen, I'm getting desperate for call-ins at this point. Anyone wants to call in, feel free, man. That's hilarious. We only got one play. That's weird. Oh, I gotta demo some of uh, some of JS's music. Who's in the stream right now? Hmm. Interesting. Well, we'll demo some of. You know what? Coming into what is it? The uh. Coming into the second hour, we'll demo some music. We got two people. Who's who's watching right now? Who's listening? God, that would be a show if my parents were watching, just the two of them. Love you guys, though. All right, Jerry's here. Jerry's a, Jerry's a ride or die. He's here for the second hour, man. I, God, gotta love Jerry, man. Love it. Jerry, if you want to call in again, man, feel free. Chaz. Oh, okay. So it's Jerry. Jerry. It's the two rider dies. Chaz, why don't you call into the show, man? Go ahead, man. Don't be shy. Mm. I'm gonna play some. Uh, I'm gonna lay down some uh, some tracks in the background while we while we wait for more callers to flood in here. This has been good, though. Like I said, it's been it's been a successful segment. Lo-fi. Oh, but I. I don't got I don't got the uh the, the SoundCloud plus so I can't just be streaming willy nilly. Okay. Lo fi beats. Well hopefully this doesn't get our uh, our stream taken down. Why would it though? Jerry's there. Justin's Call there. from Jerry. I heard my stream in the background there. That's hilarious. What's going on, Jerry? Bro, you told me to call back in. What's up? <laughs> I, I needed some help. <laughs> no, I mean I listen, I, I Yeah. I'm I'm I, you know what? I think it's Oh, Chaz is also calling in. All right, Chaz, I'll take your your call in a second there, buddy. Let me just stay on the line with Jerry here. Right, I don't I'll know. be quick since I've already been on. I'll, I'll, I'll let Chaz take the wheel in a second. But, you okay. know, yeah, the show is going great. You think so? Is it a success so far? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. For the first show, this is this is, this is is great for the Smooth first show. I mean, it's, it's getting better. The second hour, really, we're really hitting our stride here. Yeah, I'm telling you. We got, we got the concurrent viewers now. We're going strong into the second hour. Who knows how long this is going for because it's only 8.40 p.m. And the Wi-Fi is actually holding up. I thought the Wi-Fi would be a little bit spotty, but 
I mean, outside of a few um, technical issues, it's it's been. I mean, I don't know about your end, but but on my end, it's been pretty good. Nah, yeah, it's been pretty good. I'm just, you know, I've been sitting here for the last few minutes eating my uh, leftovers from from Christmas yesterday. A little turkey sandwich going on here. We're we're doing good. Where'd you order? For? Did you order from somewhere? No, no, no. It's leftovers from Christmas yesterday. My mom cooked. Oh, okay. So what's what's the typical like Jerry family cookout for for Christmas? What's that looking like? What's the plate looking like? The plate yeah. uh, yesterday. It's actually yesterday. It was kind of similar to a Thanksgiving type plate, really. Um, it was a little turkey, little uh, little stuffing, little mashed potatoes going on there, and you know, uh, what else did we have? We had some oh, biscuits and. Uh, we had some some ham, and I think that might have been it. That sounds good, man. Yeah, it was it was, it was kind of Thanksgiving 2.0 over at uh, Casa de Sol. <laughs> Casa de Sol. Yeah, you know what though? I, I'm sure I told you. Did I tell you about this earlier? I uh, for for what's it called? For Christmas, we usually like the Jewish tradition. Of course, in the Cooperman household, um, it's going to be a Jewish tradition. But we uh, we usually just do Chinese food, and then in past years we'd go to watch a movie, but. This year, obviously, because of because of the Rona, it's um not looking you know not looking the best for for movie theaters. So we just rented one. But uh, yeah, I mean, listen, you, you get it how you can get it. What movie? I watched Wonder Woman nineteen eighty four. That shit was trash. That was so it was so nice. garbage. Save oh, yourself, really? yeah, dude. Save yourself like two hours thirty minutes. It was not good. The writing was forced. I watched a movie today. What'd you watch? Oh well, well, let me hear your Wonder Woman review first. My Wonder Woman review, I only watched half the movie. Not even, maybe like a quarter of the movie. Uh, my mother can back it up. It was just the writing was forced. Um, they, you know, they did a good job, or they at least they tried to do a good job. Uh, if it had good writing, it would have been a good job. With character development. Like, they really were setting up. Um, if anyone wants to watch, I'm not going to spoil it. But they were kind of setting up how Gal Gadot, or Wonder Woman, is, is now in secrecy. And she's missing her boyfriend, Chris Pine. And there's this other lady that's not cool. Uh, and then there's this wishing stone, but this oil baron guy also wants a crack at it. It was just the entire thing was very, and I, I didn't care about any of the characters. Like I thought the first one was a lot better. I, I couldn't, I, I, I didn't really care about any of the characters in this one. So that I, I kind of tapped out. It, it couldn't hold my in, interest for that long. But I mean, I, listen, if, if you, if, you know what this is, you know those movies, Jerry, that you just throw on in the background. Oh yeah, like well, Josh. Josh Dakota special, not even watching it, just, you know, this little is background a, noise. This is a Josh movie. <laughs> and he'd be like, Gal Gadot's got the eeks. That's a, that's a Josh movie. I was going to say, I was going to say, Gal Gadot, she's an all-star. She's she is. Best. Absolute rocket. <laughs> Do you know she served in yeah, the Israeli military? I didn't. Yeah. I Well, service over there is mandatory. Like, you have to serve in the military over in Israel. I think it, it's... It, first, oh, I didn't even know she was from Israel. Yeah, she's Israeli. I mean... Uh, all Israeli girls are like automatically just got to be like five foot eleven and gorgeous, uh, but they also I think there's a certain term limit that they have to they have to, to serve in the military. I, I don't know how long it is. Maybe it's like four years, um, but then you also mm. stay in the in the reserves after that. So technically, I mean, she could still I guess get drafted. I don't know how it works because she lives here now. But yeah, a little fun fact about Gal Gadot: she's beautiful and dangerous. She knows how to murder people. Look at this: the couch, an educational program. Who who thought? Getting all the facts about Israel between the military service and the woman. Great. That's what I'm saying, man. That's what I'm saying. Come here for the movie reviews, the sports takes, and Israeli politics. I don't. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. What uh? What movie are you watch? My uh. 
I watched, uh, this is going to be a very up-to-date and current uh, movie review. Uh, I watched Creed today. Creed. The first the, one? Uh, with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah. Good movie. Um, yeah. Yeah, great movie. Uh, I liked it a lot. Again, very current and up-to-date. I'm reviewing movies from 2017. So, um, <laughs> yeah. Pretty good, though. I'm a big Rocky fan, and I just never gotten around to watching the Creed movies. But they're both on Prime, so... I, I was bored this morning and found it and watched it today. It was an excellent flick. Hey, what, I'm not going to really spoil was. it for anybody. Yeah, but, it really was. You know, it was it was fantastic, fantastic. I mean, it, it had the it had the Rocky like cheesiness and cliches yeah. that like are needed in a Rocky movie, and it definitely had montages which were excellent. But yeah, uh, yeah. and uh, but it was also actually a good movie at the same time, and and uh, Adonis Johnson's a very yeah, fun character yeah. to root for. So overall, great flick. Can't yeah. wait to watch Creed two at some point later this week. I have a feeling. I have a sneaking feeling you might be disappointed by Creed two, but go for it. You know, I'm not going to stop you because I saw. I saw Creed. Oh, sorry about that, for everyone listening. That was just a big, um, a little static shock there. But I loved Creed one. Uh, Creed two was a little bit. I mean, like, you know what? No, I'm not going. You go into it and you tell me what you think, Jerry. I want to on the next couch. You can give me an updated review if you get around to listening to it or watching it. I thought it was next I Friday. It, next Friday, I will call in. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I thought it was serviceable, but I guess compared to the first one, it's not as good. That's just me. Yeah, I got that. I got a, I got a little movie list right now going on. I mean, I, I got to watch Creed two. Um, I I got a few things in the works. I got to start. Uh, I got to start. You know, watching more classic movies as well. I'm 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 bad I'm bad at movie watching. I don't watch any movies. So. Yeah, you kind of. I mean, you've seen, you you're the type of guy. I think you're more. This might be my hot take on you, Jerry. Uh, let me know if I'm if I'm wrong here. I'm off base. I think you're more of a streaming guy. Like you like watching series, like Hard Knocks. Mandalorian's fantastic. Um, so I, I, I don't, you know what I'm saying. Anyone likes that, but um, I well, not only I that, like... I just, I just watch a lot. Of, I just watch a lot of sports too. Like, I don't That's really watch true. that many. Like I started Ozark like last month, and I'm only like a season into it. Like I'm so bad at these types of things. Like if Brandon's watching, I'm gonna get yelled at because he put me onto it, and I've been watching it. I feel like, but I've also only watched like twelve episodes over the course of a month. I'm right. just, I'm just not good at, at at keeping up with these things. You know, I, I get halfway through shows and I fall out. Like Peaky Blinders, I loved, and then I just fell off. Like I do this all the time. Yeah, unless it's like The Office. Like I feel like, although the The Office is like an easy show to binge. You know, Office is easy. You could just yeah, pop, it's like, quick. It's only like twenty five minutes. Yeah, and then Netflix just keeps like playing them and playing them and playing them. You could just have it on in the background, like. Typically, like Josh Decodio does. You know what I'm saying? While he works on stuff. No, he watches it incorrectly. The, the Office is the first time, like, after after the first time you watch it, if you want a background noise, that's fine. That's fine. But the first time you watch it cannot be a background noise show. And that kid, he watched The Office in, like, four days because he, like, he would claim he's watching it while he's, like, dead asleep at 4.30 in the morning. Like, that's not how it works. <laughs> after like, working the, on a paper, like, the a second, third, or fourth paper. time you watch it through. Yeah, the second, third, or fourth time you watch it, they're fine. Background noise. Be my guest. I don't care. It's a great show. Tune in and out the times you want. But like, for, I mean, for like, you gonna you gonna tell me that like The Office is like a background noise show the first time you watch it through? No, it's no, all time no. great show. Don't be disrespectful. I wasn't. No, no, I wasn't being I mean, disrespectful. I was just saying. Oh no, I'm, I'm talking about Josh. I'm I not know, yelling yeah. at you. I'm yelling at Josh. I yell about Josh about a lot of things. The TV watching and movie watching is one of them. The most egregious. Like, <laughs> any like, yeah. Yeah, I think um, yeah, I agree with that chat right there. I agree with that chat. Once you get through season one, it really hits stride in season two. Which one? Where? Which chat? Saying... 
Chaz. Big Chaz. Big he's, Chaz. He's on the hold line. I I, I forgot. I got to get off. No, no, no. It's okay. No, I, I was gonna say. Uh, my the point I was making is that it's better to to pop in the office like gummy bear, like office episodes like gummy bears when you're actually watching it. Josh will work on a 16-page paper until 3 a.m. with that in the background, fall asleep, have that keep playing, come back to you in four days and say, hey, I finished the entire thing. It's like, did you really? But we love Josh. We love did Josh. you really? Because you only watched like 10 minutes of the whole like 10-season, like 30-episode-per-season show. But you know what, though? For a, for a show to stick for Josh, it's really got to stick. Like, Josh is a big um, – what's the show I'm thinking of? Do you know the show I'm always talking um, Love Island. Total – not Total Dama Island. Um, is it Love Island? No, Love Island. Yeah, Love you Island. Had it. Yeah, you had it. Josh really likes fun, Love yeah. Island. He loves that show, and it's Love Island. Like, I, I'm, it's not really up my alley because I think it's just really uh, dumb, attractive people, and it's, it's probably fun to watch. But uh, but Josh really, Josh <laughs> is really on that heavy. Like he, that that might be his like number one show, whether it's on in the background or whether he's actually watching it. That's like the one show that will actually hold Josh's attention for more than five minutes at a time. Well, yeah, because I mean, it's kind of mindless, funny television. Oh but, yeah, you know, you know, I love Josh. Josh, I don't think you're here, but if Friend you ever watch this, I love you. You're my guy. Well, Friend I, of the I, show. I was Friend gonna try show. to. I was trying to nice get him to. Trust me, I'll ever meet. Yeah, I was trying to. I was trying to have him hop in on the stream so we could play some of his beats because he's got some fire, uh, some fire, some fire tracks on SoundCloud. But he has not come in on the stream and he's not told me where I could find his beats. So up until then, I also got a at the, at the top of the second hour. We're gonna demo some music from Jay. But uh, until then, we will uh, we will we'll go musicless on this on this yeah. live stream. Shout out spreading the floor. Shout out spreading the floor. Josh has the intro and the outro, right? Yes, so, sir. Killed it on both. Shout out STF. Listen to it weekly on Tuesday. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Yep. Shout out to um, from the clubhouse. Can I can I plug? Oh that yeah, facts. Although we. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean. Um, yeah, if you want everything in baseball up to the World Series, because we, we haven't recorded since then, because we're not good. But um, we got to get back on it. But we'll be back. I think we'll it'll be, be a very successful. I think, Jerry, and I've told this to a lot of people, not just uh, you to your face. I think that uh, I think that you're a very talented radio guy. I think I think like you'd be perfect for this, too. Like, I, I think, you know what I'm saying? If, if the roles were reversed, you'd do fine. Um, so you definitely you definitely got a, a bright I future ahead of you here. Coop. Ditto to you, man. You're the best. We all love you. You're the best. We you got a loyal you got a loyal crew behind you. This chat is firing on all cylinders. We got Galgado Fax coming in. You're the Left best, right. man. Uh, I appreciate love, it, Jerry. Love love the name the couch too. I, I read it as something else at first. The casting I, I couch. Yeah, about it. we're gonna keep this. Yeah. Well, I was gonna keep the PG-13, but yeah, I thought, I thought it was called. I, but I mean, if you had called it that, that would have been really funny. But that would have been kind of inappropriate, and I don't think you'd want that on your resume. No, definitely so. not. <laughs> we'll keep it one word away. But for now. yeah, I mean, yeah. All right. I appreciate it, Jerry. Thank Glad you, I was buddy. able to call in again, and I'll, I'll I'll be back in a week or not even six days. All right, buddy. Much love. Thanks for the support, man. Seriously. All right. We'll see you later. All right, buddy. Oh, I just cut Jerry off again. I'm so bad at that. I'm I'm bad at the phone lines. I gotta get better at that. All right, two hours going strong, man. Anyone else want to call in? I'm looking back at the stream. Galgadot factoid. Here's my here's my dad coming in hot here. Galgadot factoid. Galgadot factoid. She used to babysit and work at Israeli Burger King in early days. What an interesting, interesting way to live a life. You know what I'm saying? You worked at Burger King. You served in the Israeli military, and now you're an actress in a poorly written movie. 
that's a way to live, man. That's it's a living. So I'm gonna open up uh, the the phone, you know, the phone lines again, and uh, if anyone wants to contribute to the conversation, feel free. Of course, Coop would say casting catch. I'm not sure my father knows what that is. I might get I might get some backlash later. All right, we got Chaz calling in here. Call from Chaz. There he goes. To accept, press one. To Can send I... a voicemail, press two. Can I also say it's hilarious to hear everyone say their names before they come in? To accept, press. What's up, Chaz? Thank you, boy. How you doing? Good. How about you, man? Good. How's it going? I, I, I love the stream so far. I've been watching. You love it? I, I, listen, if you want, I was going to text you. You can come by. Um, I don't know if it's too late now. But uh, if you, you're oh, always... That's so, that's... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. <laughs> this is I awkward. Say, that's completely up to you. I... <laughs> that's completely up to you. Um, I'm willing to do whatever. Okay. Um, why don't you swing by in... The, in um... Let's say 30 minutes, yeah? 30 minutes? Yeah, swing by. You could come in. You could talk. You know what I'm saying? But for now, for now, so you, yeah, no, no, come by, in, uh, come by in 30. But for now, what is the topic of your call? What did you want to call in about? Hit me with any takes you got. I know you're good for a couple takes, Chazzy boy. What is it? What is it? What is your quarrel? What did you want to call in with? Well, I did see that you had the, um, the caption, are you taking a vaccine? Oh, yeah. Um, on your video. Dude, you're the first person to actually answer that question. <laughs> like, that was supposed to be the starting <laughs> topic, and just nothing happened with that. I figured I might as well give my input. I don't know how many people are watching right now, but um, Go I'll, for it. Uh, I'll give my input on that. Safe space. So, yeah, actually, I was talking to um, a friend of mine recently, um, my friend Liz. You know Liz. Yeah. Um, and we were talking about the vaccine and, and just what, like, when this is available to the public, who's going to be taking it. And... Right. To be very honest with you, I am very skeptical about taking it right now because I feel like it's come out way too quickly. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's how I felt at first too. But go go ahead, I'll let you get into your spiel. But I'll tell you something right now. I if like their long term effects are fine, I'm so willing to take it to just finally get rid of this yeah horrid virus. Yeah, and to just get I, like return 100%. to normalcy for sure. Yes, I mean like a new normal. You know, it would be a new normal, but again. It would be some semblance of the way the world used to be. Uh, like I, at first, I thought it was a little bit fugazi at how, like you said, how quickly the government came out with everything. But then the more I looked into it, and the more I talked to my mother, my father, I realized that it's kind of there were so many trials and, and tests run uh, that that the you know the efficiency, the ninety percent efficacy, uh, really can't be questioned. And at this point, they've already rolled it out to some people. I know they're gonna kind of do it with, it's like a wave system. Kind of uh, the way that everything yeah. kind of like shut down or opened back up originally, like that that wave system. They're do they're also applying that to the to the vaccine. So at first, it's going to be essential workers, frontline staff, and then it's going to be people in nursing homes, people over seventy. It's something along those lines. My mother was telling me about it earlier. Um, but yeah, I mean, listen, once it becomes available, I know it's free. Uh, I, I'm not, you know, I'm not as long as I see that it's it doesn't have too much of an adverse reaction. I, I'm, I'll, I'll take it. I'll, I'll, you know what? Why not? I and I agree with you. You know what? I again, I really want to kind of just put a, a little bit of an end now to this coronavirus. Um, what would you call it? The story of the coronavirus, as you may call it. But um, that might be a long for a while. You know, I'm not gonna lie to you. Oh, it's gonna be a long story. Yeah. Uh, but yes, no. Um, I I am so willing to find out the long-term effects. Actually, I do have a family friend who 
is a pharmacist at a hospital in, in Nyack, I believe. You got that? And she took the virus. And I'm sorry. No, I was gonna say you got the vaccine for the low. You got that? You got that limited release vaccine? <laughs> yeah. Um. Apparently, right now the only thing is like your arm hurts, like the flu shot, and you know that's yeah, like that's normal. Shot, though. So yeah, yeah, of course, of course. But to to be very honest with you, again, I, I am so willing to just end this virus, and if it means taking a vaccine, like sign me up. But you know, it's like you got to know what the effects are and stuff. Yeah, I think it's important with anything. I mean, you can't just jump into the deep end uh, unless you're trying new things, in which case, right. jump into the deep end. But with everything, you need to have a little precaution. I'm not some sort of a government conspiracy, you know, conspiracy person where the government is is slipping us something in our food or, or anything like that. I just think that, like, my original take on it was, again, was it rushed? And I get it was, but it seems like they took the necessary steps and precautions to make sure that it was it was right. safe for for public consumption. So that's that's been my new kind of spin on it. Is that I'm not too um too too wary of it anymore personally yeah well listen there's always a different spin on on everybody's viewpoint on how this virus is going to play out once the vaccine has been available to the public which they're saying should be in the next couple months yeah oh i think it's gonna be seasonal i think it's gonna be like the flu because it keeps you know we've we've seen that it there's different strains of it so i think it'll just be something that you have to keep getting a vaccine for uh every season yeah. something like that something along those lines yes that is probably going to be what ends up happening but Again, I think 2021 is going to be the year where we find out what will happen, I think. Yeah, 2021 is going to be a big testing year. I actually, it's funnily enough, people, every, nobody has said that 2020, and I know this is like an Instagram thing, but nobody has said 2021 is going to be their year. I've seen a lot of people say that, that 2021 <laughs> is going to erase what, you know, like, oh, I'm so ready for the new year and just get rid of 2020. It's like, yeah, the stuff from 2020 yeah. is not going anywhere. You know, we, we might have the new year. <laughs> And it's cool to like frame it positively, but we're we're still gonna have to deal with the same stuff. It's gonna be it's gonna be definitely a trying time. I don't know how long it's gonna last, but really all we can do is just stay stay solid. I think in this time. I, I'll be very honest with you. I um I probably have been one of the people who said yeah, twenty twenty one is gonna be a much better year. Um, you know, because actually um I I recently I graduated from uh, WCC, but I had to do it on my computer, which is very weird because <laughs> yes um very very weird though to graduate on the uh on the computer it's 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 weird to not actually go to i mean i've only been to one graduation in my life that was my high school graduation but um you know it's it's just a weird time you know and i think a lot of people are looking forward to 2021 cuz it's like we always blame the year because when we look back at a, a, a certain event, we kind of look at when it happened. Right. We, we, so, are you saying I, again, that we only like, view it through the scope of, of when it's happening and we view it kind of differently when it, when it passes? I think, yeah, because like when you look back at like what 2020 is, basically you're going to be thinking about the coronavirus. You're going to be thinking about how the only thing that happened was the virus. That's like what your association is going to be with it and the lockdown and all that. And, you know, I, again, I think a lot of people just it, it's I think it's a good thing, too, that as a as the human race, we you look forward to the future and we sort of, you know, set our eyes on what um, what's to come. So, right. Yeah. 100 percent, man. Yes, I'm, I, I'm all, I see, uh, don't get it twisted. I'm all for moving forward. 
I think it's great that people, like I said, I agree with the mindset that people have where they want to be done with this. And 2021 almost is going to be metaphorically a clean slate from 2020. Uh, but I also think that we shouldn't be, I mean, listen, if 2020 has been any indication of what life can throw at us, we should be ready for, for a lot more curveballs. And it's something, oh, it's, yeah. it's, a, it's a sad reality, but it's something I guess that his, yeah, you learn, you know, growing up. Like for instance, we had this kid, Derek, um, oh God, I don't want, I don't want to mispronounce his name. I'm going to look it up. Derek, uh, Derek, Derek, Derek. We, unfortunately, this gentleman from, from our school, Derek, he was on the baseball team, but he transferred. He got, he was recently shot to death in his, in his, um, in his condo. It was out in, in uh, Palm, oh, wow. it was either Palm Springs or somewhere in, in California, but it was very unfortunate. And I had seen that kid around in the, you know, the hallway and he had a, a very bright future ahead of him. And he was recently shot dead. So also moment of silence for him, rest in peace. But it's really, it shows what, what life can throw at you. And I never even knew the kid, but I don't envy his, his close friends and family. I really don't. And that's something death yeah. touch, you know, death touches everyone. Uh, and, and sadness and despair and all the stuff that the world has to throw at you. It touches everyone from time to time and you just got to be ready for it. And it's something that I think is 2020. If you want to look at it from a, from a, a silver lining type thing, a uh, silver lining type outlook. 2020 is, is given a lot of people the mental fortitude to handle anything. There's been so much death, destruction, sadness. I mean, just anything you could think of. 2020 is thrown the book at people. And we, oh, we yeah. figure out a way every time to survive. That's just how the human race works. That's how we're, that's how we're dispositioned. We have a natural sort of intuition to just go back to normal because that's what we want in the in the long run you know and i think that's amazing yeah yeah and it's something that i, I get again, i'll be honest with you yeah go ahead sorry i'll, I'll just say I'm, I'm gonna be very honest with you again like 2020 was a um for me it was a not the best year because i i did lose a grandparent this year and that's the first time for me that's ever happened i'm sorry and for your loss. it was actually oh thank you no um but it, it's weird that now it's it's like it's sort of like you know now I've come to this new normal where yeah it's like my grandfather's not here but you know you learn to you learn to acclimate to yeah life that way and I think it was also kind of like a year where I learned different things um it was a, it was a year where I think I learned how to like better myself and like a year where I definitely learned how to you know I like to look at this year as like a lesson you know like you said before we have to look at this year as sort of how we've bounced back as a society, how we're going to, you know, go back to what we were in February before that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And in the same way as, as we need to learn how to bounce back, we need to learn how to adjust again, like you said, to this new normal, because we might bounce back with some semblance of the way the world used to be, but not a hundred percent. There's still going to be stuff where, nah. You're going to have to be accustomed to wearing masks certain places or, or again, having people close to you die. Like, I mean, I can't even imagine what that, what you were thinking when that happened or the, the, the thought process there. I mean, I've lost people that were close to me. One time, a childhood friend, I learned had committed suicide. So it was it's it, death touches everyone and, and sadness touches everyone. It's how you figure out how to deal with it that moving forward that really defines you, I think. Yes, loss is very, it's a very complex sort of thing. It's like, of course, there's always five stages. And, and once you get to like that point where you think about good things and memories with those people who you have lost, it, it you know, it, it's like you never thought you'd get there. And yes, no, um, 
losing someone is, is very hard, especially especially this year. I feel like there's been a lot of untimely um, people who have lost their lives. But again, like I said, I, I think humans have a mir- miraculous um, intuition where we just learn to get to a new normal because we want to be happy as, as a human race. And I think once we know that we want to be happy, we will stop at nothing until we get there. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, I mean, it goes back to what me and Max were talking about. When you truly have something that you want to be great in, that you want to trailblaze in, for me, it's podcasting. There's nothing that's going to get in your way. And there's no, like, I don't mean to sound cocky, but there is nothing that's going to get in my way of getting success in this field. That's just the fact. That's just the case. You know, like, I agree. It's, it's, you know, people, I, I guess, wrapping up and real quick, I also wanted to touch on something else. When people want something, I think the, the, and in general, like the ability of the human race to prosper and to overcome obstacles is, is amazing. And it's something that not a lot of people get tested on, uh, in its rawest form. You hear about like this, this airplane, and this might be a little bit of a roundabout example. So just stick with me here, everyone. You hear about people that go down in the Alpines from a plane crash and they find a way to somehow struggle back to this mountainside town with one leg hanging off by a thread. And it's like, man, that guy really wants, you know, everyone has that raw passion inside of them, that animalistic nature to where if you want something, if you, if you're put against, if your, your foot's put to the fire, you're going to, you're going to figure out a way. That's everyone has that instinct inside of them. You can apply that to anything. Your passion, surviving, you know, it, it, it just is what it, you know, um, getting used to a new normal. It's it's it, everything with everything. Uh, but I also wanted to say, Chaz, I wanted to actually kind of ask you what it was like, because when I had heard that my childhood friend had had this is real quick circling back to death and I, I don't want to get too morbid on the street here, but circling back when I had heard about no. my my childhood friend committing suicide you get this weird it's it's this moment of denial like i was i wasn't in shock shock but i wasn't it didn't hit me at first i think it was because of the proximity i hadn't talked to the the gentleman in a while uh god rest his soul uh, so it wasn't it, it, you know the, the impact wasn't as significant but uh, you know, after hearing that it was funnily enough and i know some people can can attest to this i went in and i did an entire radio show I just, I just did it, and it, it, it like, I, I was fine, like I was normal on the mic, and afterwards, it really hit me. So I can only imagine what having someone, you know, that that's close to you, like your grandfather. Like I was, I was actually kind of curious. If you don't want to speak to it, obviously, it's it's a public forum, so if you're too nervous or not nervous, oh, no, but if no you're problem. too uncomfortable, but I was just, did you go through something similar? Because I, I kind of had that a little bit with my, with that whole situation, and I was very, I was very surprised well, with the ability that I had to kind of just say, okay, well, I'm gonna go do a show. And and just handle it after, which again goes back to what we were talking about with with humans. Um, uh, to be very honest with you, uh, at first when it did, ha- it actually happened right as soon as like lockdown. It was about I want to say it was uh, March. Oh, I forget the day. I think it was late March. Right. Um. So it was to be very honest. It was like I don't even remember how I was feeling at the time. I think I was just like in shock. Like there's no way. Cause he didn't um, pass from COVID. He actually, he had a, um, a heart attack. He didn't really have a strong heart. Right. But um, at first I felt very shocked. I, I couldn't really, 
I, I didn't even know what was going through my head. I just couldn't think straight. And I was fine, actually, going on for a couple of days. And then for some, just like you said, that there's this one thing that'll just hit you. And then that's sort of like, okay, like, wow, like now I'm just upset. And my grandmother had called me a couple of days after. And she had mentioned something about my grandfather. Because, of course, at that time, that was probably even bigger. For me, it was bigger than the virus going on. I, I completely forgot the virus was even happening at that point. Right. Um, she mentioned something about... Because I used to play um, um, pool with my grandfather, the, the where you um, he, he they had a clubhouse, okay, and we used to go down there and play pool. So she said something about that, and it just hit me. Like it was three days later, and it just hit me out of nowhere. And I was actually questioning, like, why am I not sad? Why why am I not like feeling? But you know, it's like it it, it something just just clicked, and I was like. I just felt sad and, and I just, I didn't know what else to feel. And the thing about it though, is as time goes on, you know, it's okay to feel sad about something like that, but you learn that you have these memories with people and no matter who it is, you know, you'll always have those great fond memories with, with the family member. Maybe they, they pass at some point and you'll always look back and be like, Oh, I remember this. I remember that. And I know that if I ever have kids one day, I'll, I'll tell them about all the great stuff that I do with my grandfather. And if I have grandkids one day, I'll make sure that, you know, I carry on his legacy. Right. Cause I think that's what it's about. And I think yeah. that's how you learn to appreciate, um, their life in a way. So yes, at first it was hard, but as time goes on, you know, the, the old saying, um, time heals all wounds. Yeah. I, I think that, that it shows. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Everyone that we mention is 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 smiling down upon us. I think, and all the people that are unfortunately so had their lives taken uh, are are smiling down upon us, and they're and they're listening. They're always listening. Absolutely. Uh, yeah. So, um, oh man. I mean, listen. This is a. I, I love this. I love that the the stream can can go all these different directions. This is kind of actually what I was not to not to say that that I'm like happy that you were your grandfather died or anything, but like, I'm happy that the conversations are, are ranging, you know, and, and we're having all these different yeah. types of dialogues. It's great. Absolutely. All right. Um, I guess, you know what, what time is it? Two hours, 10 in. All right. We should probably start. We could start doing, uh, reviews or, or, or doing music videos, like anything that you guys want me to react to. Um, and we can still do call-ins. I mean, the, the, the phone lines are still open, but, uh, Chaz, if you wanna if you wanna swing by in a little bit, feel free, buddy. Uh, I am going to open up the phone lines to other potential suitors. Um, but yeah, is there anything 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 final that you wanted to add? Anything final that you wanted to plug? Um, I think for me that is it. Um, thank you again for having me. And yes, I will swing by. Um, I don't know if you said nine thirty or um, whatever time works for you. Just let me know. But I definitely will swing by. All right. Yeah, we'll see an in-person Chaz appearance. <laughs> All right, buddy. Yes, I cannot wait. I'll talk to you. All right, I'll uh, I'll be there soon. Okay, peace. A very insightful discussion with Chaz. Chaz, good dude. We got we got we got a, a ton of good people in the chat right now. It's great. Only four watching, but it's the core four. It's the uh, it's the fan base. It's the loyal fans, man. Anyone wants to call in, 
talk about anything else, feel free. I'll pull up some stuff. Ace. Jay. I got to get to your SoundCloud here, buddy. Let's see. Okay. I'm trying to find it. Where is it? Where is it? Oh, you sent me you, you sent me a link. There it goes. JAs. Go to artist profile. Okay. Two years. Alright, I'm gonna play two years right now. Ready? You guys hear it? Hmm. It's not playing. Oh, here we go. Oh my fault. It was it was low. I'm also curious who mixed your who mixed your stuff. Let me know in the chat. Hey, I don't even know how mixing works, honestly. Yo. Over here. I be plotting on the Benjis while these hating niggas envy. Plotting sleep until they send me. That's when I ain't have a penny. One bedroom, knowing when getting right, one I second. I knew sliding through the block and that new bench drops. I be writing all night. Okay, I have a question. Who mixed it? How did you record it? What microphone did you use? Let me know in the chat. Um. Let me see. Ringo Star, peace and love, peace and love. 100%. Ch Ace, let me know in the chat uh, who mixed your, sh uh, your stuff. Excuse me. Because I could probably get you a good mixer. Would you? Yeah, What? also, what um what equipment do you use? For anyone that doesn't know, Ace is an aspiring rapper. He does a very good job. All right, I'm going to keep playing. I'm going to shut up. I'm going to go run and grab something. I'm going to let this play. Okay? I'll be right back. I'm just going to go. Uh, handle some business, okay? Well, let's play. Got the city on fire, One second. Like I'm playing with the lighter. Load up now, my ex bitches wanna blow me. Calling me bro, but some of y'all don't really know me. Everybody tapping age, but they never fuck with Jordan. That's the nigga who was known for never scoring. My block full of low lights. We was talking the trite. Rolly straight ice beam of light shine bright. Had hope dreams until I found rap. Just be playing the quiet. Niggas don't want me to snap. No Instagram, you won't like it if I double tap. I'm just trying to put the hood on the map. Put a few whips, chains, stash a few racks. Quick freak, I'm all about the bucks. Try to stop me, get some hard bottoms in the tucks. I'ma make it out, you don't gotta believe me. You, you ain't walked in my shoes, so you can't say you feel me. Ever been left hungry? Have you? Feeling real bummy? Have you? Knife in the Alize bottle, chasing dreams, you going full throttle. Working hard to be the greatest. You ain't gonna make it, I love when niggas say this. Hating cause my vision ain't something that they could see. Chasing bitches, but they the ones with the pussy. Okay. All right. What do we think? 
I gotta also hear this. I'll, I'll listen to it off air again, but I just wanted to preview that for everyone. Mm. Mm. And then I'm like, M A O N, M A O N A. I don't know that mic. I'm not gonna lie to you. That was good though. Sorry if I'm eating into the mic. Hold on. No, but I I, I enjoyed that. I, I'm gonna listen to more off off um, off air. But for now, is there anything else that you wanted me to to play? I'm trying to prop up everyone. You know what I'm saying? I sure really shouldn't be eating on mic, but it is what it is. Hmm. Um, off air. But for now, is there? I was looking to try to say, can I play anything? I don't know if I'd get... You know what? Should we play some tunes? Let's play some tunes. Let's do a new segment here. What do we got? Ace, this actually might be a good beat for you. Yeah. Let me know what you think. I personally like this beat. It's kind of like old-timey, you know? Mix is nice. I'm not sure what the, quite sure what to do with the stream now, but we're, we're, we're chilling. breaks in live broadcasting. There isn't this one. If you know a good mixer, let me know. I might be able to hook you up with someone. Have you ever thought about purchasing a beat off YouTube? Usually these are pretty inexpensive. Usually they're pretty... They're inexpensive and they're reliable, too. You know? Like, this is a good one. I'll send you this. I'll, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll sauce you a link. Tons of good ones. Tons of good ones you can use. All right. We can open up the phone lines again. Anyone wants to call in? Ace, if you want to you wanna call in again, feel free. Anyone anyone that wants to talk. Yeah, no, the beat's good, right? Listen, I know what I'm talking about. I, I got the uh, the beats on deck. I got tons of other ones, too. I'll, 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 Dev, I'll, I'll, send, you, um, I'll send you a ton. But I think I know a few people that do. I just, outside of sound, I'm just getting into sound engineering now. Because uh, with this new mic, I mean, I have to I have to be good at it. But outside of that, I don't know anything about it. I'm trying to keep this not, like, I'm trying to keep this entertaining. All my beats that's on the tape, I got them from YouTube. All beat. Except two years. All right, should I play another one? What did it stream? Oh, okay, did it freeze? Okay. I'm gonna play. What else? Uh, what other one should I play? Let me know. We could also react to stuff. If anyone wants me to uh, react to anything, oh my god, do we? Dude, there's so many from our room last year, Jerry. We could play so many videos from that. We gotta. T should we play? Uh, what's it call it? <laughs> should we play the uh, the the what's it called? Okay, Pinocchio. 
Okay, Pinocchio, or hello, Pinocchio. That was a classic. That's never gonna. That's never gonna die. All right, let's see. Should we play that? Except two years. I think we might have to play that for the culture. Let's see. Is it gonna nuke the stream if I uh, if I play a video on YouTube? Let's see. We'll test it, man. We're in hour two. We'll see. Hello, Pinocchio. This is one of the uh, this is one of the best videos on YouTube ever ever made in the history of the site. And that's on everything I love. Internet capture. Okay. Let's see if this loads. Boop. Okay. Are you guys ready? Should I make it full screen? Yeah, I'll make it full screen here. Because we have that capability. We have that functionality in here, man. This is great. Hopefully the stream is, is stable right now. Okay. I'm trying to place it. What happens if I go full? Oh. Hello, Pinocchio. Alright. I gotta go... Uh, desktop audio. Okay. Alright. It was like... Oh, one sec. Alright, I'll, I'll find it, guys. Just give me a second here. Oh, Pinocchio. Oh, they have the... They have the st okay, the link here. Here we go. <laughs> this is great. Oh, wait, can you guys see this? Dude, what's up? Oh. Your mom's a MILF, man. <laughs> a mom I'd like to F. Dude, totally. Oh, it's not. Uh, okay, it's not loading yet. I have to make it. I think I have to make the uh, the window smaller here. One sec. Jerry's sitting there like, I know this. I know this. Default view. Okay. Oh, this is a little bit janky for sure. Okay, hold on. I got to figure out how to do this. Here we go. All right, this. this ugh. Totally, dude. Definitely spot on. She is, dude. She's pretty sick. And Let me know if you guys can see this. Dude. What's up? Your mom's a MILF, man. <laughs> a mom I'd like to F. Dude, totally. Totally, dude. Gotta Definitely spot that. on. She is, dude. She's pretty sick. And she's hot. Dude, that's messed up. What? Dude. You said it yourself. You think she's hot? I think she's hot. She's just like- Wait, wait a second, wait a second. Wait a second. Can everyone- Can anyone see what's going on? I don't know if- I, I don't know if it's- it's, um, loading correctly. I gotta- hold on one sec. Let me- let me make the window smaller. That's probably what it is. Oh, damn, the window's gigantic. Hold on. <clears throat> gotta get in on that. This is a classic all-time video. He called his mom a <laughs> He really violated like that. All right, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Let's see. Okay. Can we see this? Uh. Okay. Should be able to. Dude. What's up? Your mom's a milf, man. I'm. I want this to work like so to badly. Dude, totally. Totally, oh, dude. Turn my camera off. Definitely spot on. Nope. She is, dude. She's pretty sick and. She's hot. Dude, that's messed up. It's messed what? up, bro. Dude, you said it yourself. You think she's hot? I think she's hot. She's just like a chick like everybody else. She just so happens to be my mom. So you'd hook up with her? Dude, she gives me signs. Like, Wait. first of mm -hmm. all, 
know what it is? I'm gonna play over the phone. Hmm. That's not even the same though. Because only only a select few people in this chat right now know how legendary that video is. There's not many videos that are topping that on the internet. You know what it is? I'm gonna play over the phone. <clears throat> yeah, unfortunate. Mm. I, I, I'll play it over the That's phone. It's not even the same, though. Let's see. Because only, only a select few people in this chat right now know how legendary that video is. There's not many videos that are topping that on the internet. Unfortunately, yeah, I, I don't think I can. I think that the Wi-Fi down here is a little bit too spotty for that. Yeah, but sh unfortunately. Yo, Jerry, should I, should I play uh, it? Uh, All right. Well, uh, I don't want to hear myself double here. Should I play it over the phone? Let me know. You guys be the you guys be the um the the measuring stick for that. As all you know, I ran out of ideas. I'm just eating now. I'm eating on stream. Love that. Love the support, by the way, guys. Thank you. Support's been really good on this. Because, again, I thought it'd be a lot less successful than it actually was. Alright. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I don't know why I can't... Let's see. Mm. And I, I apologize for the double right here. Love that. At least... Support, you know what? Way, guys. Thank at, least, at least the stream's going, going kind of smoothly. You know? Alright. Anyone, call in. Please. I don't know what to talk about. We can talk about anything. You just gotta engage me in conversation here. We can talk about coffee. I'm addicted to that. I have a caffeine addiction. It's socially acceptable, but it's still an addiction. Big time. Please. I forgot who told me. I don't know what to talk about. Electric show about either way. The goat. Someone call in. Please. <laughs> no, I, I think... um. Well, you know what? Weigh in. Is a caffeine addiction, while it is socially acceptable, still an addiction? That needs to be checked? Because I remember there were days freshman year. Well, this is my second cup today. I finished that pretty quickly. There were days freshman year where I have upwards of three cups. I think at some point I was topping off at five, so it was a real problem. <laughs> like, big time. It was a big time problem. But uh, let me know. Go to coffee order. <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. You're really keeping this ship afloat. Uh, go to coffee order is probably if I'm if I'm going through the bucks, and if I want to pay five dollars, I definitely got to go to the venti, cold foam, uh, sugar free vanilla, whole milk, iced coffee. Always iced coffee. Doesn't matter. It could be it could be a blizzard. Can we get financial advice from the number one financial advisor out there? Oh my goodness. Wow, Jerry. Um, don't blow your money. I feel like I feel like a retired athlete on like a thirty for thirty because I know they did that one time. Don't blow your money. Don't don't do it. Because I, uh, for anyone that's that's uh, not aware of that joke, I I went through an entire meal card on campus, just eating food last year and every year before that. I mean, it's really it's a problem for sure. Saturday night's call for a viewing of sorority babes and slime bulb. I, I don't I don't know what that is. But yes, don't blow your money. Keep it simple. Count your cash. And uh and uh yeah. Don't don't blow all of your on campus funds on pesto salads. That's uh that's my number one uh my number one financial advice right there. 
Keep it simple. And uh, you'll be alright. You'll be alright. And then you won't get bullied by uh, by Vincent for spending like $10 on coffees. I didn't... No, no, no. I never spent $10 on coffees. I gotta... I, I, you know what? I gotta defend myself here. I never spent that amount of money on, on a coffee. Vincent would have you believe so. That's not the case. Don't let him... Don't let him get it... Uh, don't let him get it twisted. Don't let him twist the narrative. Uh, you know what? I gotta... Take care of your chicken, Marshall. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You gotta take care of it. All right, what else can we talk about? Because my ADD is kicking in right now, and I want to talk about something new. <clears throat> we could talk... Jeez, well, I mean, we've already talked sports. We've already talked corona. We've already talked death. I mean, there's just an, an entire... Excuse me, an entire uh, bevy of topics we can get into. The world is our oyster! The pesto salad. Dude, the pesto... Come on, man. Joyce or Gordon Ramsay? Joyce is Joyce is taking that. The Joyce juice smoothie, taking that. I'm taking that over any dish that Chef Gordon Ramsay would make. And the pesto salad, a pesto salad made by Joyce is single-handedly the best dish on planet Earth. What do you want me to talk boxing? I can talk boxing. What are we talking? Canelo Alvarez. Let's talk. You know what? Good point. Let's talk Logan Paul versus uh, versus Floyd Mayweather. What a cash grab. What an absolute cash grab that is. Talk about a joke of an event. Floyd must be blowing through cash. If, if at this point he's willing to fight a YouTuber. That's significantly taller than he is. And has a significant weight uh, advantage in that department. I mean just... Oh, I, I, 2020 is a, year, a weird year, man. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. And 2021 will continue to be weird because that's when the bout is, uh, is sanctioned for. Thank goodness Jerry's calling in. All right. Call from... Jerry, what's up, Jerry? Thank you, God, that you're uh, that you're calling. What's going on, buddy? Hey, Mike. First time, long time. I was just wondering, do you know if the uh, San Francisco Giants and New York Giants ever get together for like an event or something? What type of event would that be? Would it be like an AA meeting? I don't know, like a <laughs> like a giant picnic or something. <laughs> oh, a giant picnic of sadness. You know what's uh, crazy? I just realized the the pretzels. The pretzel balls I've been eating have mold on them. That's disgusting. That's gross. Um, Yikes. Yeah. I don't know. I think... Uh, I well, Actually, you know what? I've been meaning to pick your brain on this, Jerry. Which is the better team? Is it the, the Jets or the Giants at the moment? I'd say probably Giants. Um, the Giants. For yeah. Sure. I, I, think, I think the Jets... I will say this about the Jets, though. The Jets actually have uh, a, some semblance of, a, of an identity. Like... We were talking about this. The guy, you know, Dave from UPS, shout out. We were talking about it. And and Dave had kind of brought up the point that the Jets obviously are terrible this year. And you, you never want to... Yeah, dude, this entire thing is filled with mold. I just ate like three moldy pretzels. That's disgusting. Oh, well. Hopefully I don't get it, uh, an infection. Um, Here's a... I got a, uh, I got a uh, boxing question for you. Oh, Here's go ahead. boxing, because I know when I called in, you were talking about boxing. Uh, yeah, sure. um, best boxer in their prime... Mike Tyson, um, Apollo Creed, or Clubber Lang? Mm. I gotta go. <laughs> I gotta go. Floyd Mayweather, mostly because he's an actual Floyd real ba- boxer, <laughs> but also because listen, like 
Floyd Mayweather. Oh, hey, Mike Tyson was in there. Mike Tyson oh, was in there. Oh, you said Mike Tyson. I, I heard um, who I, I heard Apollo Creed and Clubber Lang. Uh, if we're gonna talk the two, you know, actual boxers out of that conversation, I'd say probably. It, well, we gotta we gotta talk what goes into a goat's resume. Is it flash or is it consistency? Because if it's consistent, if I should say which plays more of a hand. Because if it's consistency, I'd say I'd give it to um, give it to Floyd because he's fifty and zero. But if you're looking at flash, I mean, Floyd Mayweather is is or excuse me, Mike Tyson is is he's second to none. And then, uh, well, uh, well, consistency you would have to go in uh, Muhammad Ali too, right? Oh, a hundred percent, yeah. I mean, Muhammad Ali was just on another level. What about a chat regarding? Well, actually, he's not even he's not even in this conversation because he's obviously the best, but. Um, I guess this is more second best because again the best is kind of covered. But well, I mean flashiness too. I mean nobody more flashy than Mr. T is Clubber Lang. Yeah, yeah. I forgot. You know I haven't seen the, the, the Rocky movies in a while, so I forgot like the the characters that were both up in that. That's he's from Rocky, right? Oh yeah, yeah. oh yeah. Rocky three. I can't be beat. I won't be beat. <laughs> so I, I can't like. But I remember. I remember some of the characters there. Um, great film. I mean, I'm on like a rocky kick right now. I know. I could tell you're you're all about it. I mean, listen, great movie series. There was a, there was one recently. There was like it, it, it was one in like 2008 where it was it was a lot. I, I can't remember, but even that one was pretty consistent. Like that was that was a pretty solid movie. And usually when you see like take for instance like the Fast and Furious film franchise, the Fast and Furious film franchise really got worse over time. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, yeah. there are certain movie franchises that really depreciate over time, but there are other movie franchises that, again, don't get worse. And it's crazy that they keep just going and going and going. It's weird. Yeah, you want to know? Uh, you want to know the? Uh, hold on, Rocky won Best Picture in 1997. Okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Mike Fred. You know. Okay. 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 Do you know what it, it beat? Like, it was the best picture in 1977. Like, Rocky. What That's other so movies were up there? Awesome. Taxi Driver. Okay. All the President's Men. Okay. Oh, Network. Wow. And Bound for Glory. Bound for Glory. Not Glory. Glory. Well, Rocky, Rocky is an all-time class. I mean, nobody's, nobody's disputing that. You know what I'm saying? Like, Rocky... The Predator. Like, those are all films that have are transcended their time. I've probably seen The Predator more times than I can count. Yeah. Same with Rocky. I, I mean, mean, it's it's, it's great. It, it it's crazy. It's crazy. I've never gotten more hyped than when I saw like then I heard the the Rocky theme song. You know, I was like ba 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 Like I'll, I could run, I could run for probably more time than I do the stream if I just have the constant just Rocky music playing in my ears, bro. You kidding me? It gets me hyped. Especially, you know what though? I will say about the Creed movies too. Another thing that makes them really good is they had usually like movies. First off, when you have an adaptation from a while back, and you have a movie that comes out in when what, what, what was that? Twenty seventeen. What's that? When did Creed come out? Twenty seventeen. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I will say about the Creed movie. Usually, when you have a movie that comes out like way, way after the fact, you know, and, and it's kind of just it seems like a cash grab at first because that's what I th- first thought about Creed. Usually, it's pretty terrible. The Creed movies were really good, and the soundtrack was really, really good because they add they adapted a lot of the old music with new artists, so it was really good, like really, really good. Yeah, and it had like it had like a Rocky feel to it, but also a uh, modern boxing movie. Shout out, uh, uh, Rocky Marciano in the chat. Uh, yeah. Rocky Marciano from the fighting city of Brockton, Massachusetts, which is only 
20 minutes from my home, which is pretty cool. But you got you, you claim Bill Burr. I mean, he's a Canton guy. Bill Burr is a Canton guy. But, fact, but you, I mean, Rocky, Rocky is on uh, the fight city of champions, Rocky, Massachusetts. Philadelphia, known for their boxing and not for their sports teams. Well, actually, for their sports teams. I feel like Philadelphia fans are probably the most toxic. Up, They're up there. They're up there for sure. Maybe like Oakland Raiders fans, Philly fans. I've heard some things about Dodgers fans. Um, I mean, I mean the, the Philly people, they threw batteries at Santa, right? So, they threw batteries I mean, at Santa. There was a guy that ate City shit. City of brotherly love. Yeah, they you hear about the guy that ate horse shit after the Phillies won, or not the Phillies, uh, the the Eagles won, so they'd never lose again. How stupid is that the, guy? Looking the guy like? last year who was like caught that baby, unlike Aguilar. That mean, was that guy electric. That was that was an all time interview. Think about, think about Philly though. I mean, you know, without Philly, we might not have an America. So That's Philadelphia, true. great great American city. You just gotta trust of, the process. Kind of. Not the nicest city in the world, but a great American city nonetheless. So we're a lot of fun, from what I hear. Yeah. So what are you, what are your rankings for all time? Let me hear your top five cities in the U.S. right now on the show. What's your my take? Top five cities. My top five cities in the U.S. Oh, okay. Um, if it makes it easier, you could throw sports in there because I know you're a big sports guy. In 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 no order. My top five. Well, I'll get top five sports cities it's different my top five cities and been any of these so it's just by perception of them in no order new york chicago mm-hmm. boston gotta give up to boston because i'm from there boston's not um, your top one or it's not your, your first well it is in no order this is in no order um los angeles not in there i hate la um <laughs> yeah uh miami sounds like fun and uh, and the the uh, I don't know San Francisco because you know you know I'm sure a lot of people have seen Elf. There's a funny quote in Elf where he's like Francisco. That's fun to say, and this fun to say. San Francisco, San Fran, Frisco. They hate when you call it Frisco, but Frisco. Although San Francisco, not the nicest city either, right here. But yeah, it's like sneakily mean. That, that's my top five. Yeah. yeah, it's a solid top five. I'd say mine goes probably Denver. Actually, you know what? In no particular order as well. Denver. New York, never been to Boston, unfortunately. I actually, I don't know if I've been to Boston. I could have been, but I, I don't really remember. Uh, I really enjoyed, um, yeah, Denver, New York. I've been to Atlanta. That's pretty fun. Um, I did a CDC interview down there one time. What? Who, where else? Where else have I been? I'm. Have I? I don't. I don't think I've been to Salt. I've been to Utah, but I haven't been to uh, Salt Lake City. Um, hmm. God, I gotta think here. Stanford's pretty cool. We went there. I mean, we're right outside of Stanford anyways for for school, I'm pretty sure. Like yeah. We, we've been there a couple times. Um, I, Yeah, I I, have to, I actually haven't been that many places. You just made me realize that, Terry. I just haven't, haven't trekked me around. Me neither. I thought about it. Yeah, I thought about it, and I was like, man, I need to get to more places. I think I've been yeah, to more places. I, I, I got to. Yeah, I've, I've been to more what, places. I said I've been, I've been to more places outside of the country than I probably have inside the country, which is weird. Yeah, yeah. I, I've never even been out of the country. I gotta, I gotta travel more. That this this conversation has made me has made me uh, realize that I don't travel nearly enough. Reevaluate your travel situation. <laughs> we gotta, dude. We gotta take. I'm the, reevaluating um, my whole life right now. <laughs> Jerry's having an existential crisis live on the stream. Um, I was gonna say we should always, we should do like a um, what's those things that the girls do like a, a a big summer blowout like where we just go somewhere. We should take a road trip. 
gonna act like crackheads. <laughs> Big crackhead energy in Miami. That's bad funny. <laughs> yeah. No, but um. But uh. Yeah. Go yeah. ahead. I was gonna say. I mean, listen. That the I'm I'm surprised. Talk about the stream real quick. I'm surprised. I've been going for th- uh, nearly three hours now. Yeah, I mean, listen. No breaks either. Well, that one break, but it was for like a minute. The one break. Yeah. One, one second, Jerry. Hold on. I'm, I gotta let Chaz in real quick. One moment, Jerry. I feel weird. I wonder if Jerry's still online here. You take a seat. I can hear everything. There you go. Jerry's still online. Um, I was there. Yeah, I heard the whole. I heard the whole convo. All the pretzels and bagels and all of it. That's what I'm saying. I, I, you know, it's 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 always a surprise. It's always a not so pleasant surprise, but it's always a. There we go. I got you in there. Um, I've had that only happen a couple of times, but like with this, it just it sits there. That's the thing. And I don't know how I didn't see it before. <laughs> this fucking sucks, man. I don't think. Can you get sick from eating mold? You, because I, I, I had I had a solid like six or seven pretzel bites. I'm sweating a little bit now. I don't know. I'm gonna start spasming on the uh, spasming live on the uh, on the on the stream here. Um, yeah. I, I don't know. I, is there anything else you wanted to 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 say, Jerry, or else we can? I, I think. Um, I don't know. Depends on it depends on if we get any more call-ins or whether or not I'm going to wrap it up. I don't know. We still yeah, I mean, I figured I'd just call in. It seemed like a it seemed like a great time to jump back in for the third time this show. You really, pretty, I'm telling you, you're the, you're the lifeblood of this podcast or this this stream right now, Jerry. Um, I feel like I, I yeah, I mean, I feel like I've been doing a good job solo though too. When it's when there's a little bit of lull in activity. Listen, soloing's tough, and I mean, you've been on it, you've been at it for for two hours and forty two minutes now. I mean, it's not easy doing a solo thing for more than for more than like five ten minutes. So, the fact that you've been doing this, I mean, impressive. I appreciate it, Jerry. You were gonna try one, right? I Is remember it, you were you were gonna try a solo show. What happened to that? Yeah, um, work in progress. Work in, work in progress. progress. Okay, because I'm telling you, Jerry, like you're a very talented, dude. When you when you get going, like for anyone that doesn't know, me and Jerry we co-host the the Lola Down podcast. And when Jerry just gets going, he gets going. Like there's nothing that will get in that man's way when he's on a rant. You have rants that yeah, are I up have there. Rant. You, yeah, I'm telling you, you got you got like the you got the what's it called? What's the the um? Who's the guy that that the dirge always tells us to to listen to for for ranting advice? Mad Dog. Mad Dog. Mad Dog. You, you got some rants that are up there with Mad Dog. Come on yeah. I'm telling you, bro. Like, actually, you know what? I could play it real quick. I'll play it after um after you're off the phone. But I'll play I'll play some uh, some old clips from our pod. <clears throat> Specifically, I think our yeah. best like what would you? I, I'm curious. I've always been curious about this, Jerry. Not to put you on the spot here. What what would you say is our best podcasting moment or exchange? There's Chaz, by the way. Just scooch in there. <clears throat> oh uh, wait, Chaz is in the house. Chaz is now on on air on the stream. This is crazy. My stream is a little bit behind here. I don't even see him on screen. This is crazy. Oh, wait. You're motioning him in. I'm yep. live broadcasting what happened 40 seconds ago for everybody. Live broadcasting what happened 40 seconds ago. Oh, there he is in the flesh. This is crazy. He says there he is in the flesh. Yes. 
Um, live cameo. This is nuts. Live cameo. He called in like 30 minutes ago. This is crazy. And we've been going for three hours now. Dude, what the heck? Keep the stream going for another three and a half hours. That's what I'm I'll saying. That's what I'm, that's what I'm saying. I, you I should gotta... have told me. You should have told me at, at 6 o'clock to come on down. I'd be there by now. Come on. <laughs> 6 o'clock to come on down. He'd be there. That's hilarious. we got to get you in, in person. Dude, but no, the... Go ahead. Sorry. There's no traffic. I would have been there. I would have been there like a half hour ago. There's no traffic. I would have been flying down 95. See, I'm telling you, Jerry would have been going 80 in a 60. That's hilarious. So yeah, I mean, you know, I'm, I I flex. So what's what's your uh, what's your? Uh, I'm curious. What's your top podcasting moment with the two of us? Do you have a favorite one? Oh, I like top I, podcasting moment. I personally, I enjoy. I, uh, oh, actually, I'll let you go. My fault. Yeah. Well, I uh, well, you can go first. I want to. I want to see what yours is. I gotta think. I think an honorable mention, dude, was when we had that whole MLB debate. Remember mm-hmm. that? The, about about the players yeah. like, buying in. Like, I think that was a really solid moment. We we debated for sixteen minutes, and in all honesty, I'll cop to it. I was a hundred percent wrong. But in the interest of making an interesting <laughs> show, I just completely took the other, the opposite side, and I just I held that down. I held that. I held that hill. I think our brightest uh, podcast moment was uh, the Right Now episode. I think it was like our first or second one back in the dorms. Yeah. And uh, when, we, uh, when we debated The Rock's best movie and you had the wrong answer and I had the right answer because his best movie is obviously Moana. And then, <laughs> and then you have me do the, the, the outro was some Moana. I think it was anyway. the Moana soundtrack. And you're like, there's no way Jake actually yeah. puts that in. And then it actually happened. It made it in there. Yeah, I mean, I think we got a copyright strike on YouTube, so can't make money off of that one. Not that we're making much money anyways, but I mean, <laughs> we get a million. Per but we're good. We were, that was definitely my favorite, my favorite episode. If everybody wants to go back and again listen to some outdated takes, I mean, those are actually probably the best ones to listen to because you can laugh at everything we got wrong. But I think, no, um, you, yeah, you, I mean, I think, I stand by that. I mean, Moana's a fantastic flick. I think for most of our takes, Jerry, I mean, we're pretty good. Like I. In my basketball podcast, in the podcast I've done with you, in the podcast I've done solo, I think you're, um, I think, I think we get a lot of us stuff right. It's all about, you know what it is? Like, we always have this conversation, Jerry. It's all about actually going into a podcast, a broadcast, whatever it is, with objective facts. Like, the guys at, at, at Get Up and like First Take, we talked about this. They get paid to take positions. I think the best form of broadcasting comes when it's just, it's like this. Or like when we did it, we don't script any of our stuff. We never have. We just know how to have entertaining conversation. Is that me? Like toot my own horn too much? No, I think uh, that's fine. Um, but yeah, I just think a couple of guys telling it how it is. We're just speaking our minds, and we're letting the truth fly. If you don't like it, there's the goddamn door. If you don't like it, the Joe Budden podcast is around the corner. You know what I'm saying? Oh, actually, I, here we go. My mother, Ma, call in, call in, because you. My mother is is berating me right now about all the cities that I that I forgot that I went to. So I'll have her call. Oh, in I next. definitely forgot some cities too. Shout out Orlando! I've been to Orlando. Disney World's in Orlando. I've been there. Orlando's great. I've I've also I've, I've, I've been to I've Orlando because I went to Disneyland. Yeah, so there you go. Oh, Disney World! Don't mix up Disney World and Disneyland, Coop. That's the cardinal sin of big corporations. What wasn't wasn't uh, Walt Disney anti-Semitic? Oh, was he? I don't know. So, yeah, no. So I'm not getting. I'm not. You know what I'm saying. I'm not. Uh, I don't really feel that inclined. I'm not gonna lie. I, I let me not oh, make no. baseless accusations because I'm not sure if he's actually anti-Semitic. Is he actually anti-Semitic? I wouldn't know. I mean, probably everybody back then had like something on them. People back then were terrible. 
Oh yeah, <laughs> big time. People were beating their wives, and it was just acceptable. Like that's crazy. They were striking. I mean, I'm like not... you know, like. Am I okay? Wait, this might be going off the rails. Am I wrong though? Like back, then, I mean, there was the, the oh, handful. There was a handful. Of who? Of just certain people. I mean, scumbags. Scumbags are the only people that would ever beat their wives. But I'm saying, to your yeah. point, Jerry, there was there was a lot of there was a lot of different things going on back then. Yeah. People were anti-Semitic, well, all that stuff. But uh, yeah, yeah. Well, Coop, I'm a. I think this is I think this is the last call of the night for me. I'll let your mother take over. But uh Jerry's tapping out. Thank I you, Jerry. We're good. Yeah. All right. All right, buddy. Talk right, to you. Peace. Peace. All right, Chaz. Here. I'm gonna sauce the mic over to you. Absolutely. We're gonna put this mic in between us to see what interesting things I may have to say. Yeah, welcome to the, the streaming life. Thank you. It's just very uh, I'm very glad to be here right now. It's a weird feeling, right? Let me see if you're... Are you getting picked up by the mic here, Sauce? Hello, one, two, three, testing. Okay. I so am. we're going to have to put up the gain a little bit here. If you want, I can move over a little bit. Yeah, actually scooch over here. Yeah, I can do that. There you go. All right, there we go. So we got we got both of us, the dual action, yes. the dual threat action. There's nothing better than a duo. <clears throat> Ma, are you watching this? Is your mother watching this? Hello, I don't know. Mrs. Cooperman, if you're watching this. Maybe she could tell me about all that stuff. You know, let's give her a call. We're gonna we're gonna make the first outgoing call of the show. Always get to out. Hi. You know? What's up, Ma? You're live. Uh, you're live to tape here. <laughs> Hello, world. So, what cities did I miss? Uh, the whole list that I sent you. You've been to eleven of fifty. That's not bad for a kid. Eleven of fifty? Really? Uh huh. Yes. Don't... Look at your look at your uh, text. Look at your text. I don't remember going to. I, I we're talking about. Vermont, Maine. Well, Colorado's a state, Ma. It's not a city. Oh, oh yeah, you're right. You know what? I was I was looking at the states. You've been to a lot of cities, not necessarily big cities well, like yeah, New me, York and L.A. Me, me, and can you hear Chaz? Very barely. Very barely. Hi, okay. Chaz. She says hi. Um, we were talking. We were me and me and Jerry were debating the top five cities all time. Ah, uh, yes. So uh -huh. I I just said I you know I've only been to I I voted Denver. I did New York City, obviously, because it's a great city. Um, I did. We never. We, when we went to Utah, we didn't go to Salt Lake, right? We didn't go to Salt Lake City. No, we did not go to Salt Lake. We no. were kind of more in the outskirts. And then I had uh, I had Stanford, Connecticut, but that was pretty much it. Couldn't think of anything else. <laughs> That's a pretty lame city. <laughs> I was gonna say the bar's pretty low on that one, Stanford, <laughs> Connecticut. But um, but yeah, how's, how how are you uh, how are you enjoying the stream? Have you been in for a lot of the stream? Have you been in and out? In and out. Yeah, yeah. For a first time, how, how what would really you rate good. it? Great. First time, great. Absolutely perfect. 100% perfect. Perfect, perfect, perfect. I think I'm going to wrap up around I mean, listen, listen. If we have uh returning, you know, if we have recurring traffic, I, I think it's you, dad, and and Chaz right now watching. So, a little okay. bit of a, a little bit of a lull, so I might end it off soon. Yeah. At the well, 3 hour been mark. on for quite a while, so uh, you Yeah. Know, I think you, you know, you need a break too. I'm about to tap out. All right. All right, Ma. Night, night. Night, night. That is Papa, or excuse me, not Papa. That's Mama Coop right there on the show. And, uh, and yeah, yeah, with that, I, I don't know. I, I think that's, uh, I think we're good there. You know, what is, Chaz, is there anything you wanted to, to say to the people? Um, 
Well, this is my first time in front of an audience. Is uh, that your first? Is this your first time streaming? Yeah, I've never streamed before, and I want to go live on TikTok, but I don't have a thousand followers to do that. So, TikTok sucks, good there. Yes, you know what? Very is, Chaz, is there anything you wanted to? For those say of you out there who have a TikTok, you know the addictive nature of TikTok and how you can just spend hours scrolling and scrolling and scrolling. And I'm very guilty of that myself. Yeah, because you were you were a, a, a non TikTok guy. You were a TikTok guy where well, you weren't even a TikTok. Oh, there goes TikTok. You were you were a guy that was outwardly attesting TikTok, detesting. I you know what I was at first. I was I was very against it. I was like, you know what? There's just no point in me having a TikTok. And then my sister kind of bullied me into having one. So here we are. And yeah, it's very fun. You really, you really like turned face here. Like, I, I must say, I'm not trying to call you out or anything, but you went from, you literally went from being like TikTok is so stupid, da 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 da, and then now I'm like, you're like, yeah, yeah, you know, I made another TikTok. Not, I mean, listen, I'm not calling you out here. I'm not calling you out. Well, let's not do. Let's I'm not, not calling you out, but I'm just, you know, like, it. I guess TikTok has that effect on people. Yes, it's because you know? like you want to stop scrolling, but it's like it's so good. All the videos are really good, and you just you keep going and going and going and stupid. Da da da. My whole take on TikTok is that it's a bunch of vain, attractive people that want to let you know that they're attractive. Yes. Now, I know that's not the case with everyone, but a good amount of people on that app, I think. I would say... What yeah. do you think is like... The, what's 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 the percentage split for people on TikTok? I don't know. You have like a different... like You have like a bunch of different sides of TikTok, I should say. Not really... Um, what you call But I, I think a good percentage would probably be like... 45 to 50 like half the people are like yeah like you know i'm out here i'm trying to be famous like look at me i'm i'm attractive looking and then the other people are just like listen i'm just trying to vibe i just want to use the app you know i yeah. just want to well no, no. the people don't get me don't get it twisted the people that actually put out reputable content and and content that's that's funny and it makes it's like a critique on society and then they have a punchline and all that that's that's great that's fine i'm not i'm not saying that those people suck i'm saying it's the people that like like I'm not, not even Charlie Demille because she she came up, but there there are certain people on the app where they'll they'll use it to to make a statement and it's just or or just simply to to flaunt to flaunt their their general attractiveness and it's 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 not a with a sorority, but I mean kind of close yeah kind of close to that. I don't know. I I know a lot of people that are on TikTok that are not like that, but I think it I think TikTok if I had to paint it with a broad brush. I think that it surmises perfectly the shallowness of society today for at least some of the app. Part of the app. Not the entirety of the app. Good chunk of it. Good chunk of it? Yeah. That's the hollowness of... You could draw parallels to even like Tinder with something like that. You know, like Tinder's like that too. It's based completely off of someone's physical appearance. And it, it doesn't hold any merit. It doesn't hold any weight. Yes. You know? I, I agree. I think... Um... Here, well, talking to talking to the mic absolutely. a little bit there. Um, I, you know, I I went a little viral over the summer. I, I posted a uh, a video. <laughs> Not to brag, but I went a little bit viral. <laughs> Not to brag or anything. That's to my own horn. But I did kind of go viral. No, um, I yeah, no, I, I kind of had one of my videos um get a lot of likes on it, and from that I was like, well, if I got a lot of likes on this, and then it just sort of spiraled into this whole addiction where I was like, just hoping for more likes, but. Basically, there's like a common theme with this app. It's like you'll go viral once and then everyone forgets about you. Well, they push their new users quite heavily. Yes. I think that's probably the whole like niche that TikTok looks for is like new users too. Like, yeah. As well as people who already have millions of followers. And so. it's the same thing. It's the same thing with, with Tinder too. 
with Tinder, when you first sign up, your the algorithm pushes your profile more and more and more. Yes. So, yeah. It's just you know what, and again, like how many times did they say they're gonna ban TikTok? Honestly, do you remember that? Well, that was a whole thing. I don't even know what happened with that. It never got banned. It's still around. I mean, they're never gonna ban it. You know. It can't. It's too much of a money maker. I know exactly. Everything in society is driven by money. I think. Everything, I think. You know, like a, a substantial amount of society is, is driven by money. Yes. Cash. Yes. Um, Which is a shame because if more stuff were run holistically, I think it'd be a much better place. But sadly, you know, if you society. get up to the to the one percent, the fat cats. <laughs> fat cats. Yeah, as a TikTok addict, I wholeheartedly agree. It is everything that's wrong with society. Yeah, there goes. Listen, Jerry agrees. It's not everything that's wrong with society, but it's it's. It's definitely a good portion of it is. He goes, it is everything that is wrong with society. Jerry, I kind of agree with you on that. That's what I'm saying. Like, think about it this way. You have girls that val- put so much value on the way that they look and how other people perceive them. You combine that with an app of people that are the exact same way. And that combination is deadly. That's It's the combination of, of people that are brittle and don't actually look below the surface yes and there's an app like again you pair with an app that is all about that it's never it's never good same thing with like beauty standards you know like there's guys that are that are fitness influencers that pump roids and people think that's just the way you can look if you work out enough it's like no that's not at all the case (laughs) that's not at all the case it's just it's all i mean listen i could go on for days about this um, but it's, it's, it's a whole thing where like with any form of social media, with any form of mass media, I mean, it's all, it's all certain narratives trying to be pushed. I think too, it's just a lot of like all my references now just come from TikTok. Like someone will be like, um, I'm just trying to think of like a random one, but like literally I'll just go around and be like, Oh, Corvette, Corvette. Cause you know, like jerry said it's, it's very addictive and, I, and i'll catch myself doing that so I, I did it today with my friends I was, I was like jerry jerry will know also that the corvette corvette thing has made its way into the nfl has it really yeah some guy was dancing on a juju schuster was dancing oh on God. people's uh <laughs> dancing on other teams logos oh that's that's great um until he got laid out at like the <laughs> he, la- he got laid out in the back in the um in the open field by a db and then he was like all right i better stop <laughs> he got clocked he got clocked yeah no there's oh I, again, like TikTok is just one of those apps where you want to put it away and you can't. And I think that probably comes from like when Vine was deleted and everyone was sort of like, oh, like I wish Vine was back. I wish they never deleted Vine. Now TikTok's around. And it's a whole new thing. That was the whole thing with Vine. And, it, you know, it also speaks like you think about the way people transitioned over from Vine. Only a handful of influencers actually made the jump from Vine to YouTube. And that speaks to the. The the, uh, the the transparency or like the or the plasticness or the the what's the word I'm looking for the I'm trying to think of the word too I, I um it's it's like it's 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 there's not a lot of staying power in an app like that people forget about you easily it's very trendy yes yeah but it's also it's it, you can't you know it doesn't pro- it doesn't promote long term growth I just I don't like I don't like TikTok as an app. I use it for my podcast, so I will I will say that, uh, not to sound like a contrarian, but there's just not a lot of staying power in that app, and people will forget about you very easily, which is unfortunate. But that, that is how it is. That is how it is with society overall. 
you know. It is unfortunate, but unfortunately, that's just the way it is now. Um, everything starts on TikTok. Yeah, especially songs. I'm playing the. Although you know what, I'll pull back a little bit. I'll be honest with you, I've gotten a lot of good music from that. Like, I know probably when people are like, oh, like, oh it a lot of good songs that I have on my playlist have come from TikTok. Like I, I think TikTok for that, like a lot. I think, uh, I think I'm, I'm almost the other way around where I'll see a really good song and then I'll, I'm like, this will probably end up on TikTok in a couple of days. And then I look on TikTok because I'm going to post something for my podcast and then it's already there. And I'm like, wow, I feel it's like already up there. That's crazy. There. Um, but no, like uh, Fleetwood Mac became popular over the summer. And that was actually one of the things that I liked before, not to brag or anything. No, but um, yeah, no, Fleetwood Mac became popular. And then there's a song called Coming of Age by, uh, by Blondes and... That was a very popular song about a couple months ago, and that is one of the songs that I have to say I got from TikTok. But keep your friendship goals going with Google on your Sorry about the ad, everyone. I was gonna play something in the background. Ah. All right, there we go. Uh, yeah, no, no. Uh, to get back to what you know, the original point. I just think it's, I think it's a vain ad. But you know what? You, you. I mean, if there's a, a shining example of someone that actually uses the app to promote creativity and and actually works a lot at, and hard at their content, it's Chat. Because you'll you'll put something together. Sure, you'll ride trends a little bit, but you put actual decent. Like I don't know how long it takes to make a video, but I know you've said it takes an extensive amount of time to edit. Yeah. So, but um, I don't know. Just just overall the app. I wouldn't. I wouldn't care if it. it you know. I, I wouldn't be uh, absolutely devastated if it. If it decided. You know. If it uh, went away one day. That's my whole thing, though. Me too, actually. I'll be very honest. I mean, you. You have a stake in the game, and you're saying that. I don't like. I. I say I want deleted because like I'm. I spend so much time on it, and it's like I need it taken away from me sometimes, because, again, it, it very very addictive. You should delete it like you deleted uh, what's we call it Instagram. I'm saying no, I'm serious. It's like one of those apps you can get sucked into it. I'm not. I'm not. Listen, I'm not telling you how to live your life, but you know you could. That's always that's always an option. Very core different for Instagram. There's nothing really keeping me on Instagram, so I was like, all right, I'm out. What's keeping you on TikTok? The content. Yes. Your content, you mean? I mean, uh, a lot of people like. There's a lot of creativity left on this app. I feel like this app has gotten very toxic over time. I think it started toxic, honestly. Actually, no, it was just dancing. Like, that was literally all it was, like, last year. But um, I think if it weren't for the quarantine and, like, the pandemic and all that, I probably would not have it. That's the only reason why I got it. That and my sister telling me, oh, I'll just get one. Just get one. I was like, okay. Word of mouth. That's how everything grows. That's how everything grows, yes. <sighs> all right. We've been going for about three hours now. I think that's a good baseline for today. Uh, if you liked the stream, enjoyed it, uh, hit that subscribe button. Hit that like button. We'll be doing this. I this will definitely be a weekly occurrence now, for sure. Chaz is Chaz is gonna be like, yo, TikTok. Guess where I just was on the stream. <laughs> I'll make it. That's TikTok. sick though. That's sick. You gotta get a picture of the whole setup too. Uh, I but will. yeah, without further ado, thank you so much for the people that tuned in. Uh, specifically Jerry for and and my fa- my father for hanging in there over the course of the entire stream. And uh, I will be back next week. I'm gonna see what I can do about the internet so we can play uh, videos on here. That'll that'll open up another dimension for the stream, but. Until next week, thanks guys, and I'll uh, I'll see you in the next one.